Stand by to receive our transmission. Where are you boys from in the world? Alabama, sir. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to the Bama Geeks Podcast. We're four friends diving into our favorite pop culture topics with a dash of Southern charm. Right, we have the tools, we have the talent. It's Miller time. Whoa, this is heavy. Pizza dude's got 30 seconds. Wait, what? Crazy? You didn't say I was crazy. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. You want something done, you've got to do it yourself. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes! So grab your biscuits and gravy, a glass of sweet tea, and enjoy the nerdy hospitality of Brock and Jessica Parker, Bo Bearden, and Kevin Gardner. This is the way. This is the way. Welcome into another episode of Bama Geeks. Hope you're doing very well, extremely well. However, I say well every time we open up this podcast. Well, 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 well. 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 So, <laughs> it's a it, it's it's my my wife's favorite day because it's finally May. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I saw one today, though, where they had a Dale's picture that says, hello, it's May. <laughs> <laughs> so you could do a Lionel. Is, is it May you're looking for? Oh, Ooh. nice. No. There's also pour some sugar on May. Yeah, I did see that. I did see that. That's a waste of sugar. Come on. <laughs> we're in the South. We don't do that. No, we're, we're healthy now. We do Splenda. Yeah. Mm. So pour you don't you don't pour sugar on May. That's how you get ants. <laughs> <laughs> could, plus, it could make Peter Parker mad. Oh, uh, well, know. that's true. You know. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. We're going down that road. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, it's it's well it's welcome to May week. It is the first of the month. And uh, I'm Brock Parker. And we'll go around see what everybody's been up to. We're going to. Kick it off this time with brother Kevin Gardner. Oh, man. Oh, how you doing, buddy? I am doing great. And the pressure is on. I get to go first this time. <laughs> That's oh, right. Man. like to switch it up a little bit. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. <laughs> you uh, you had a, a little uh, out-of-state trip this week, didn't you? I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went up to uh, Nashville, uh, spent the day up there. I originally meant to spend uh, several days up there, but it just turned out that, you know, house projects and things like that took priority. So I went up there for a day, went and saw the the Parthenon, which by the way, if you've mm. never been to Nashville and never seen the Parthenon, that is the weirdest encounter because you go to this the Centennial Park and it's just like all of a sudden there's the Parthenon. It's like they just yep. transported it from Greece mm. and put it in Nashville. It looks absolutely gorgeous. It's full size. It's yep. I mean I mean I, I walked over there and I was like Okay, there's the Parthenon. Okay, I marked that <laughs> off the list, I guess. Um, maybe I'll get... <laughs> but, you know, and, and uh, the main reason for going there was to see a uh, show, that a little, little uh, Canadian show called Letterkenny. Letterkenny is a, a Canadian comedy. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are very well aware of Letterkenny, and they are doing a live tour right now. Um, so uh, I went and saw this. I think this is the further south they're going. I think this is the further south they're going, unless they've added any other dates or, or any other locations. Um, so I decided to, to to go up and see them. And it was phenomenal. 
um, if you if you're interested, you know, just look, I'm sure they've they've got quite a few dates left on their tour. But if you're interested and you want to travel a little bit, um, it's definitely a good show. It's if you if you love Larry Kenny, it's I mean you're at home when you're there. Um, hmm. The 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 most of the main cast is there. Um, you know the core four. Um, uh, and and some of the, uh, the the side characters are there as well too. So and you get to see uh, some uh, several of the the cast members are are comedians full time as well. Um, so they actually get to do comedy sketches while they're there. So it's like nice. there's yeah. So you, you the, the, it's it's interspersed with comedy sketches, mm-hmm. and you get to see other sides of of these uh, actors that you don't normally see in the show. Um, and it's 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 about as uh, crude and vulgar as as uh, as the showed the show normally is so mm-hmm. not, well, I, I like to describe letter kenny as um not quite as um trashy as trailer park boys but still also has its own edge <laughs> for, for for two canadian shows you know, they're, they're both pretty on point with that but um you know if you compare the two letter kenny is a lot cleaner overall i i had never seen letter kenny never heard of it until you brought it up at one mm-hmm. point and when I saw that you were up there, I decided to go on YouTube and look up some clips. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is, a, it did remind me a lot of Trailer Park Boys, mm-hmm. except a little bit out in the country flair. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, if I had to say, if I had to like give you anybody a description without ever seeing it, I would say it's kind of like if you took Clerks and mixed mm-hmm. it with, tra- with Trailer Park Boys. You took a yeah, little bit of that Trailer Park right. Boy, like the drugs and all the edge that Trailer Park Boys has. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you take that out and then you mm-hmm. just put Clerks in where they like to, they like to banter. It's it's more intelligent, but also crudish kind of banter off of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's kind of like yeah, it's kind of like if you just merged clerks, dumbed it down a little bit, and then <laughs> put a little bit of um, Trailer Park Boy spice to it. But they do have um, they they announced I think it's May twenty seventh. One of the characters on the show, um, Jerry Kiso, is the main character who plays Wayne, who's the the primary character in the in the show. And he has another character that's very famous for playing on the show called Shorzy. And Shorzy is a, um, it's him. And you never see his face. Um, he's always got his back turned and he is, he's, he throws out one liners about, uh, about some crude things and <laughs> which I'm not going to go in here. Um, but uh, he, that, that character, they decided to give him a show on show. So Jerry hmm. Kiso is actually doing two shows now. It's got a, um, a letter Kenny and Shorzy. That's actually going to premiere on um, Hulu. I think it's May 27th. So if you're looking to, to start anything fresh, I would definitely not recommend watching Shorzy until you've watched most likely all of Letterkenny. Otherwise, you won't know the impact of that character it is on the show. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's good. Yeah, I, I was I was super stoked to go up there and the show did not disappoint. Awesome. Yeah. Fun little road trip then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if if if. You know, you want to not travel as far to Nashville to see something that's a replica of, of significance. I mean, you know, we got the Statue of Liberty here around Birmingham. Yeah. Not a full size one, but a nonetheless, good one. we still have a Statue of Liberty. Huh? We have a Statue of Liberty yes. and we have Vulcan. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or as Bill, when I, I saw Bill Burr a couple of weeks ago, and as, as, he, as he said, yeah, yeah, I went and saw your Viking. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, nobody correct me, please. Oh, the Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, 
got to be familiar with the area and what he stands for. Well, I mean, it's Bill Burr. He was just trying to trigger yeah. everybody. I yeah. Mean, yeah. We, I mean, it was literally Birmingham was literally the first stop on his comeback tour, like after COVID. We, yeah. we were the first stop. So basically, I'm willing to bet the the next five shows that he did after that was just like, would you guys believe what they do in Alabama? <laughs> uh, we well, I, know, I know we had some friends in Georgia that went to that got a chance to mm-hmm. go see him over in Georgia. So maybe we need to find out if he asked him, he mentioned Alabama in his, in his set. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Bo Bearden, what's yes. happening, man? Uh, another day, nothing but funness in recording this. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I would say before we get into me, first, uh, fun fact I did not know the Parthenon was up in Nashville until I saw the Percy Jackson movie. <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, so like, well, like they they had to go to like some somehow it was interwoven the story. But we, me and my wife was watching. I was like, no way that's real. So we went to the to the Google machine and I looked it up. And I was like, well, I'll be darned. I don't know how I made it. You know, almost thirty years into my life, and only now just found out about it. But you know, I never knew about it till I saw Kevin's, and then I I haven't ever seen the the Percy Jackson movies either. So yeah. I I'm totally clueless to that. Either, so. You guys have to go. I mean, yeah, it's, it's really it, cool. It, it's, it, 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 it'll blow your mind. Like you, you just like pull up to the park and you're like, you know, normally you're used to like seeing. All right, I'll see some statues. I'll, yeah. I'll see nice grass and stuff. No, the Parthenon is literally sitting right there. Yeah, it's it's just massive. I mean, it is like you said. It looks like they plucked it from Greece and just dropped it right there in the middle of this nice, beautiful park downtown. Mm-hmm. Oh. I've been to Nashville many times. I, I I still have not laid eyes on it yet. I know it's there. I've, I've known yeah. it's there, but I just haven't been over there to it. The one thing that always stands out for me in Nashville is the, is the Bell South building. I don't know what it is now. But, I mean, the years Batman ago it was building. the Bell South building, but mm-hmm. you know, it looks like Batman. So mm-hmm. Yeah, the Batman always, Tower. Everybody. Right. <laughs> anyway. But now, uh, what I got into, uh, I didn't go as far as Nashville as, as Kevin did, but I went just a little bit below it. I went to Huntsville a week after all you guys did. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a little small gaming convention that sprung up about uh, two or three years ago. Their, this is technically their second event, but their first one was had about three years ago. So, you know, it kind of got postponed due to world situation for a couple of years. The first mm-hmm. one was in Scottsboro, but it was called Game Jam South. And uh, I'm like a lot of a lot of little retro gaming theme conventions have popped up over the years. So I'm glad now that we have one somewhat local. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they had this. It was up at the Von Braun Center. It was in one of the little East ex- exhibition halls. It wasn't wasn't huge, but it was still fun for, like I said, the hour and 45 minute drive. Me and me and my son Oliver went. Um, it was really cool. Like I it was really neat. Like I said, they had vendors from old games. Of course, I picked up a couple of things. I bought uh Resident Evil 3 for PlayStation One. Never had a physical copy, I always borrowed it. So mm. now I have it. And for mm. our athletic theater enthusiast, I have now I even though I have two loose copies of WCW NWO Revenge for N64, now I have a complete <laughs> inbox, like original box, uh, with instruction booklet and everything. So now I have that. Where but, is it? Uh, well, I can uh, see. You don't have it on display, man. I'm disappointed. <laughs> Uno memento, poor There we go. There we go. Uh-huh. There Very we go. nice. There we go. Yeah. Very nice. This is just yeah. an incentive for you guys to actually watch the video and stuff. I mean, come yeah. On. <laughs> you can see what we're talking about. Hold on. Let me grab the cool shirt. Visual. Oh. Bo is pulling out all the, the goodies he got. Yeah, Sorry. so uh, go over to YouTube and search for Bama Geeks, and yes. you too can see what he's up to. Yes, I also have a cool shirt they had. It was a oh, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah, oh, it's nice. very NBA Jam inspired. They had another shirt yeah. that was uh looked like the Space Jam logo, so it was really cool, like how they mm-hmm. they done theirs. But 
Yeah. Yeah, that, that was it. Uh, they had uh, Kenny James. He is the gentleman for Nintendo that does the English. Well, I guess I, I would say he does. I would assume it's the English version of Bowser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, Bowser doesn't have a whole lot, but he says a few things. But it was really cool. Like I said, that was the highlight for my son. Like I said, that's what I did it for him. We got a picture with him. I got him an autograph. He he talked to Bowser. In his mind, he got to talk to Bowser, which is right. As a dad, as a, a dad gamer nerd, made, it made me happy because I told him, I was like, look, growing up for me, Bowser was just sound effects. He wasn't, you know, he mm-hmm. was, you know, pixelated yeah. beeps and boops. You know, this is an actual voice actor. Yeah. So I told him, it's like, man, you're you're my son's Bowser. And that, that means a whole lot. And he, he appreciated it. Uh, <laughs> Oliver had a picture of Bowser he drew, he carried and gave him. So that oh, was really nice. cool. So oh. that was the cool thing about it. But I'm going to tell you, I was I, I teased y'all guys before we started recording. Uh, there was a lot of things going on at the Von Braun Center that weekend. There was that Game Jam South. There was apparently some kind of high school boys basketball tournament. Mm-hmm. Cat Williams was performing there that night. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but right next, uh, uh, well, also they had going on was the, I don't know if it was the North Alabama or North America Bass Brand ba- Brass Band Competition. Like oh. it was like a, it was like a like a concert band, or yeah. right next the the East Hall that uh, Game Jam South is right next to it. They had the vendor hall, so we got to see all nice and new shiny new tubas and trombones. <laughs> so yeah, like yeah. I was like I was like oh my god, video old video games and in marching, marching band, band. <laughs> or band stuff at the same time. So, yeah, it, it, yeah, it was like when we uh, like back in the, when we were kids and like nuncies would show up at, at school yeah. and they had all the nice shiny <laughs> instruments and stuff. Oh, oh that's odd. Well, this is like like they there was like there was euphonium there were the, no euphoniums there were just regular tubas, um, uh, baritones, some like trombones. Like I haven't looked at like new trombones since I was in high school. So like new model trombones now are mm-hmm. like Rolls Royce compared to the thing I remember seeing when we were kids. <laughs> I mean, they had dual triggers and like, what? It was, it, yes, dual, there was a trigger for the thumb and near the finger. I think it, I, uh, my, my note brain is. So there's an F attachment and then. Yeah. Like, what is the other one? I, I, I want to say the guy said a G, but I could be wrong, but it had dual triggers on it. Hmm. Wow. But, but that I guess that, that was, I guess this is all involving. Also, they had, which is, I, I, I'm now not surprised, but um, there was a mouthpiece vendor. Now they have like custom mouthpieces where you can unscrew the top and make adjustments to them or whatever you need. Like they I were like, this is like band geek. This is turned into Bama. Yes. Band oh my geek. god! Oh. Like, I, I, <laughs> like we just got whoever to go there. thought that up needs to be making millions at this point. Because, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, I didn't get any pictures because, like I said, we we just went in there just to look real quickly, and I didn't know if I was. I mean, I wasn't. I was like, I mean, I'm all had my game, you know, we're all geared up for the con, you know, we wandered over there. So I didn't want to be, you know, didn't want to make them like all the weirdos next door are causing problems, you know, (laughs) but like that was, that was really cool. Sorry. I'm going off on. No, 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 but like, no, no, we're not going to get away from this. So, so you're telling me that it's a custom mouthpiece so you can have a, a custom embouchure. Like yes, it, like like the, like the mouthpiece, like you, it was you know where no your way lip, where your lips would go on it. You could unscrew it and put it your own on there, or you could get one made. Like it's like band technology is like leaps and bounds. Of course, uh, you know back in my day, you had yes. to use the stock one, and everybody <laughs> yeah. you had to adjust your lips to the stock one. You didn't have yes. a custom one you made. I mean, like wow. it looked like one of those little cases <sighs> of John Wick where he could pick his you know his weapon, you know, except <laughs> <it> his mouthpiece. <laughs> 
So now you got now you're gonna have kids that come with mouthpiece cases. They pull the mouthpiece case out. It's like, which one am I gonna use today? This is my marching mouthpiece. Well, it's like I said that that was the vendor room for that. They had the concert going on, and like if they had not like I was tempted, like we were waiting for Kenny James panel. We were, mm-hmm. we were, uh, it was like an hour or two after we got there. I was like, man, you know, cause we walked around the room two or three times, you know I mean? Like I said, it wasn't yeah. big, but we still, you know, I, you know, yeah. we were doing that. So I, I almost bought a ticket, uh, the band nerd, I had to fight the band nerd in me to buy a ticket to go watch the band performances. <laughs> <laughs> my my God, only so addition, awesome, though. the only thing I'm going to add to this is, and it's also kind of a tie into a couple of weeks ago from our back to the future episode, but, uh, we were, in a rabbit hole of YouTube one day. And uh, there was a old clip of Tom Wilson uh, back when he did Carson back in the day. And uh, he's got his tuba with him. So if oh, y'all nice. have a chance, y'all, y'all definitely need to look that up. So, okay. Now back on. Yeah. To- yeah but, I, but I bet he didn't have any custom mouthpieces though. Yes. No, I'm sure he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no. now, now that, now, you know, now that I, I know that this is a thing, I'm going to have to go look it up after the episode. Well, I- I should not be surprised yeah. because you know in the you know the last 10 15 years being like in with the ghostbuster costuming grouping and stuff like this like everybody has their own thing i never you know i was like oh this is just this niche thing but then i think about it people who are super into band are going to have all that stuff for them so like it was it was very after i realized i was like i should have known but it was still very cool to see that like also the point of like like you said back in my day it was like this and now it's you know all this yeah, I mean, I always thought the mouthpiece was part of what – I mean, I know you making the, the embouchure in the mouthpiece is what yeah. makes the sound, but I always assumed that it had to be that exact shape in order to get the sound that you needed. But now I feel like my whole life is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've been lied to, guys, now that well, you can have custom mouthpieces. Yeah, it's, it, was, it was insane. And there's no telling what the price tag on that thing was. Yeah, there's no need for me to find out because I haven't played in 20 years or more. I, I I want to. I've got my my trombone sitting right behind yep. me in my case. I've got to drag it out. I I want to practice it some more. I'm like, you know, what? I miss it. I want to. I'm gonna. My lips are gonna hate me for a week solid when I finally start to do that. But I'm like, you know what? Let me pick it up. You know, it's something. Hey. Maybe we can entice more viewers on YouTube for you to get the the trumb. Y'all get the trombone out one day. Yeah, man. Yeah. We'll do a tree. We got all three it. of us. We could do. Yeah. We could find something with three parts, and then yeah. one of us can struggle to play the 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 the, the first chair. You know, the yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna yeah. <laughs> the trombone hunger games. Who can survive? I have to, I have to find my trombone. It's it's somewhere in storage, along with everything else. Lord I only own. knows. <laughs> I am going to reach out to my band director, though. He follows me on Instagram. I'm going to reach out to him and say, why did you lie to me? <laughs> <laughs> you said uh, I was good, and you said it was because of the, the the whole thing, and this all had to be the exact way. And it's like, I guess he's going to be like, well, science, man. Mm. It just right. changes. The world there changes. Yes. Think about now. You could probably 3D print your own mouthpiece if you can find a way to do that. Don't even, don't even. <laughs> <laughs> look, your look. I know your language. Oh, they, 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 have, they have 3D printers where you can actually use concrete and build a house. So, yeah. Now, that is makes, one of my favorite topics on YouTube. This makes me jealous now thinking about the 3D, the 3D printing. If you couldn't do the mouthpiece, think about if we had 3D printers when we were in high school, we would have like, we would have 3D printed like mustaches for our mouthpieces <laughs> or, you know, like <laughs> glasses to clip on it when you know you're playing. Yep. <laughs> This is yep. we were a misgeneration on that. Darn it. Uh, if 3D come on, man, if 3D printers had been around that far back, imagine where they'd be now. Oh mm. man. I mean, that's insane. 
I mean, it would be common to have a 3D printed house, like Brock said. It would yeah. be like, yeah. you know, that, that would be like, yeah, I grew up in a uh, a 3D printed Adobe or you know, or a um, Adobe. A, a Can Adobe. you say that Adobe? word? Adobe. Adobe. <laughs> no, I don't say that because I, I literally like, <laughs> can't, can't uh, there. I'm drawing um, back on my Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I, yeah, I, I, Adobe. Adobe. <laughs> I have an Adobe certification. Yeah, but. <laughs> Is there a basement in the Alamo? Abode. <laughs> abode. The Alamo? Hey, yeah, I think that's what I meant to say was abode. An abode. abode. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they they do make houses abode. out of adobe down oh, in yeah. like Mexico yeah, places, that right? That's a house, yeah, yeah. an adobe. Yeah. That's got to be expensive. Those those, uh, those like, Adobe licenses are expensive, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you remember the old Saturday Night Live skit where they had oh the cars, the, the cars. yeah, yeah, they, yeah, the Adobe, yeah, the Adobe, and the cars would get into accidents. They'd hop out and just reshape it, like Gumby. Oh, this one Saturday Night Live was good. When it was fantastic. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, Jess, what's up with you, girl? Well, I'm uh, not much, honey. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so on next topic. So, sorry. <laughs> As of right now, you know, just just chilling with you guys. But uh, we've had a very. Uh, I have been spending a lot of time on in the other end of the house this weekend because Brock has been ch- uh, churning out that last paper for. His class. Mm, I am done for three weeks. So, oh, that's wonderful. I uh, I retreated to the other end of the house to give him the privacy and quiet that he needed to concentrate and get that paper knocked out. But um, but fun topics. What what did we do last weekend? We went to Huntsville last weekend, mm-hmm. and we went to the Huntsville. Comic and Pop Culture Expo. Thank you. I was I was worried. I'm sorry. I was worried I was about to burp there in the middle of that. Oh, sentence. nice. So, <laughs> right. Just so a, just so everyone knows, I was a little worried there that I was about <laughs> to burp into the microphone. She is a lady. Thank you for holding it in. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> As the truck goes by with this loud muffler. Wow. So you got to hear some sound effect. There is the truck and the dog and everything else. So Yeah. Um, but anyway. We made a trip up to Huntsville last Saturday, Brock and I, to the Huntsville Pop Culture and Comic <laughs> Expo. Comic and Pop Culture Expo. Well, yeah, no. yeah. Huntsville Comic Con. Like, like, like I'm one to cor- to correct you because I butchered that thing on every episode we've talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, had a great time there, and same thing. I mean, it wasn't it's not a very big con, but. Uh, it was enough to keep you preoccupied for yeah. a day. We had yeah. a good time. We uh, we met Ross Marquand, who was Aaron on Walking Dead, and super super guy, great to talk to. Uh, got a, got our pictures made with him. And uh, are you struggling? I, my mouth. What I'm, is happening? <laughs> I'm getting dry. Do you need a custom mouthpiece, Jess? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so. Whew, okay. Don't need to tell the story for you. No, 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 no. Okay. No, I'm fine. Um, so yeah. And then we met Darby Allen, uh, nope. AEW, which super guy again. And, uh, I got roped into playing tic-tac-toe with his brother. Yeah. And if I had 
if I had won, I was going to get a free autographed eight by 10, but unfortunately oh. I lost and. It probably would have been an eight by 10 of his brother. He didn't specify who. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently the, to pass the time at his table, they'd been drawing on it and writing on it and doing all kind of just, you know, nifty little things there. And I, I went with the intention this last trip um, a couple of years ago. I had a chance to talk to Dustin Rhodes at Magic City Con. And I had took him some pictures that I took at a Raw uh, years ago. And it was it just so happened to be the the Monday Night Raw that he first brought his daughter out when they were running that storyline with him and mm -hmm. Terry and Brian Pillman leading all into that. Um, but I took pictures to him and showed him while he was in Birmingham Magic City Con. So he was a guest at Huntsville last weekend. And I told Brock, I was like, you know, I'm I'm going to take those pictures back and I'm just going to give him those those of his daughter, because, you know, that that that. He would that would mean more to him, and he would enjoy having that. I mean, more than than I would ever. You know, it's his daughter, is his yeah. only kid, and photos now. You know, you know, you. I've reached the point in my life where I realize how important having photographs are, because mm -hmm. sometimes yeah. it's the only thing you have of a person, and and uh, so with that mindset, I was like, I'm going to take these pictures back to him. Well, we were about five minutes away from the from the con and i realized that i left the pictures at home um, so i know i was like okay and i was kind of bummed about that so in the setup where they had their while their guests were set up there at the con dustin was right next to darby's booth there and Brock had said, well, why don't you just kind of mention it to him and see if if by chance maybe he has a way that you can send him the pictures. And I was like, okay. Well, you know, here I was kind of really nervous about just asking him that. And I said, well, maybe I'll, while I'm over there with Darby, I might have a chance to just kind of casually, you know, talk to, talk to Dustin about that. So I go up to meet Darby and I'm sitting there and I'm talking to Darby. And all of a sudden it's like, I feel this presence like right behind me. And I turn around and I mean, I almost like, like there's Dustin, like he's right behind me. And I mean, I, he almost stepped on me. It was just, <laughs> I, and I turned around and my, out of my mouth. I said, Oh, there's a Dustin Rhodes right here. <laughs> 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 and, uh, I, I told him, you know, about magic city con about the pictures and yeah, the, he remembered the pictures. Yeah. He remembered, mm. he remembered the interaction there. And I said, well, I meant to bring those to you today and I, I ran off and forgot them. So can I send these to you? And he says, yeah, he goes, I don't really have it set up to where I kind of give that, you know, information out or have anybody send those to me, send stuff to me. He says, but you'll, you'll see me again. And he was just kind of nodding. And he was like, yeah, we'll, we'll see each other again. I'm like, okay. And uh, so he kind of sat back down. So I'm talking to Darby and I tell Darby, you know, he, he just come off that last uh, match, that coffin match, and oh, it was yep. uh, so good. Complimenting him on his uh, that, and told him that we really want to. Hopefully, we'll get an AEW event at some point here in Alabama. Get a live event going. So, and so we get our picture, and <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. We walk off, and uh, right next to, and actually right next to Darby is the the booth set up for Magic City Con with. Uh, Jamie and Rita. <laughs> so Brock and I go over there to talk to them. And while we're talking, the guy that's, I guess, Darby's handler or works with Darby, he's over there talking to them. And uh, yep, they were working out a deal. And 
Now it's official that Darby has signed up as a guest for Magic City Con. That Saturday. Yeah, so uh, awesome. I'm hoping that I'm hoping they get Dustin back because kind of dust you could tell kind of Dustin and Darby were talking with them in a sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping they're getting Dustin lined up, and that's what he meant by that. You know, you'll see me again. So yeah. who knows? That's cool. So. Yeah, and uh, and again going back to Ross, uh, we had a really great uh, time spending with him and got to talk to him and uh, just compliment him on you know the show and. And and how good the season's been. Okay, I'm the band leaders. The band leaders queuing me up here. Anyway, great time. Rod, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna let okay, you. Next think. time, I'll just rush you on camera so nobody will have to guess what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> you know how they do at the Oscars when the little. Mm. I'm more concerned because if, if you're watching yeah. on YouTube, you can see she's struggling to talk for some reason. Her, her yeah. mouth is very dry. So I'm, I'm a little concerned for her. Okay. So silence is not good. Keep going, honey, please. <laughs> I'll let you, if you want to fit, you can finish the, uh, you can finish talking about Huntsville. We can well, go on. To- go ahead and tell your story about Ross. That was your guy you wanted to see. I did. <laughs> <laughs> she saw him. That was it. Hey. <laughs> okay. I'm so sorry. I don't. I apologize to everyone on YouTube because I don't know what's going on with me right now. <laughs> I mean, you you heard about uh, customizable mouthpieces earlier, and it's got you yeah. thrown in the. I, I, I guess I'm just. I guess I'm. Guess I'm just flabbergasted. <laughs> this this podcast tanked because Jessica just her brain just left yeah. her at some point in time during no, this podcast. You're right. So, yeah. Okay. So let's talk about Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Ross was a fantastic guy. And we talked about the, the last season in the show wrapping up. Uh, of course, you know, I teased him. I was like, I know that uh, I said, I'm really worried for your safety. And he says, I am too. And that's kind of where he left that at. And I said, yeah, don't you hate it when you get asked questions that you just can't answer? So. We chatted about that. We chatted about the city. Uh, we talked about Sonoy and and uh, the city and shooting the uh, where they shoot the show at. And then we talked about Nick and Norman's. And he actually, uh, we talked about Bucky's too with Ross because uh, Brock was wearing his Bucky shirt. So, and we got our selfies, and that was it. You sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Positive. Wow. Okay. I feel like this story is uh, unfinished. No, it's it. it, it that's all. It I really mean, really, that, that's it. You yeah. know, I mean, it's it, I can't, you know, that, that, he, he took a lot of funny selfies with us. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some where we're just looking completely normal. He's doing goofy faces. <laughs> and then he goes, OK, a normal one. He does a normal face. And then Jess puts on this goofy face. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was night and day from each other during that time. It was good. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, as far as the rest of the Huntsville trip, we went up there to see Stephen Clark. You know, we had him on a couple episodes ago, as you guys very well know. He had his nice big Back to the Future booth set up, and Oliver and Terry Holler were there. And uh, so we spent most of the day, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> we, we spent a lot of the first part of the day walking around looking at different toys and vendors and stuff like that. And <laughs> um, then we spent the, the latter half of the day over there with with Steve and his wife Susan and 
um, with Oliver and Terry. And we went over and spoke to Leah Thompson and Maurice LaMarche. Yeah, it was about the end of getting close to the end of the day there Saturday. And I said, well, I just want to go talk to her. And Maurice just happened to be sitting there with her. So we just kind of strolled on over there and just made casual conversation because I had met her before. Brock met her a couple of years ago at Dragon Con. Of course, we've all met, you know, Maurice. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I I feel bad because uh, we, we were talking to Leah about her two episodes that she directed the season of Picard. And I was like, you know, we really enjoy the fact that the Borg Queen is on there. She's been in promotional shots and photos and materials. It's not a secret. And then Maurice just deadpan looks at us. Well, thanks for spoiling that. I haven't started yet. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and Leah actually. And then Leah told us something that hasn't happened in the season yet. Yeah. And I looked at Maurice and said, well, we just had that spoiled. So I guess it's fair play. And he looked at her like, why? <laughs> Did he do it in the in the uh, in the brain voice, though? <laughs> it was close. You know, his, his real voice is not far off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It really was. Yeah, he's he was tired. It was the end of the day and everything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but afterwards we went out to dinner with with Steve and Oliver and Terry and just had a great time seeing them. And um, the hospital was fun. It's a good little con. It's mm-hmm. is it a two day con? Not really. Is it a is it a one day full of stuff and full of fun? You bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You bet. A lot of good vendors. There was. I uh, was there were a couple of things I had my eye on, but by the time we walked back around, somebody had already bought them. I was like, "All right, that's fine." Let yeah. me guess, it was the Fonzie playset, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it's the first time I'd ever seen a Fonzie's garage. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was that was when y'all posted that picture. I was like, "Okay, I didn't know yeah. Happy Days had toys, but that's awesome." I knew they had like Mega figures or whatever, but I didn't know about. Uh, yeah, Fonzie's Garage playset. I was like, oh, okay. And we did purchase something from that booth. We got, uh, we got, looks like they're lunch bags and oh, they're, right. they're from the real Ghostbusters, uh, with Slimer and, uh, you know, the no and ghost the and, and the real Ghostbusters. It says high C on it. So, uh, there's a nice little vintage find, I think, mm-hmm. and only for five bucks. So we said, hey, yeah. why not? Yeah. Something you've never unique. seen those before. Those are awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're in great shape, too. Great mm-hmm. condition. They really are. They're in, we're gonna keep them in the in the plastic bag they came in because they're well sealed and mm-hmm. airtight. So yeah, they're yeah. good. Yeah. See? And uh, T- Terry and Oliver had a had a great uh, Saturday. They were hopping. They were so busy. People coming through, getting their photos with the DeLorean, and uh, you know we got a chance to get in there and get, of course, our group photo with them and Stephen and his wife, and then you know Oliver. Set me and Brock up with our pictures there with the car on the hoverboard and all that. So it was fun. Speaking, speaking of which, have they changed the way the hoverboards attached? Because like you mm-hmm. couldn't see the, the the way it would like it looked perfectly like it was just floating mm-hmm. there. That's because you're sitting on a stool. Okay, yeah. that's why I was wondering. Okay, yeah. I was wondering how they done that because like mm-hmm. you know, last time I when I had my photo, you know, they had that that arm that was extended out where he would you know pose you where you were on it, but you could yeah you were standing on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now now he's moved up the bar. And it's got a seat attachment and you sit on the seat that um, don't wear short shorts. If you're on this thing. Okay. Um, it's like a bicycle seat. Yeah. yeah. And then he, stra- oh, okay. he Yeah. He straps the hoverboard to your, to your feet and you've got to hold your legs up. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, okay. You know, Jess, who, who is thanks to years of karate and everything is, or Taekwondo <laughs> is, is, you know, she can squat and do flexible yeah. 
anyway, so I can't. <laughs> so he's, he's like, hold your feet up. And I'm like, I'm trying. I'm, I'm old. I'm rickety. Again, guys, um, the YouTube version of this, oh. you're going to get a whole lot more. Facial expressions. Yeah, the facial expressions uh, from all of us when Buck said that was like, really now? Look, and I knew where my brain was going. I knew it was going to sound like, and I'm like, I'm just going to go with it. You just, <laughs> you just <laughs> We're married. I'm not ashamed. You know, you just, you go with it. She's good at karate. What do you mean, man? I mean, yeah. or taekwondo. My apologies. There is a difference. There is it's a difference. okay. Martial arts. I don't, you know, I, 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 I am not a martial yeah. arts, you know, elitist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you um, better be glad I'm not. Bama geeks on YouTube. Just <laughs> sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes uh, it's yeah, it's okay. We find and, ways and, to make everything entertaining from Taekwondo to Dolly. She's just deadpan, and the rest yeah. of us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're just having fun. We're just we friends. Yeah. We are friends having fun, and that's what it boils down to. Yeah. So, uh, uh, keeping with the, uh, the, naturally the geek theme, because that's kind of our name. Mm-hmm. Um, what this, this episode releases on Wednesday, May the 4th. And I think that is one of Kevin's favorite days of the year. That, that's star Wars Christmas, right? Exactly. Something, oh, yeah. Yeah, Something that's like that. Yeah. <laughs> so to those of you listening today, may the 4th be with you. Yes. So if it so is it Star Wars Christmas? Does this mean they're going to start playing John Williams music in like February? <laughs> <laughs> I thought. Wait, I mean, I already do that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but, you know, we don't have stations that do that. I guess, but I haven't heard anything about them doing. Usually, they'll do like a big toy. Like the month will be like a whole bunch of toys and stuff. But I haven't really heard a whole lot out of out of Star Wars on that. Like whether we're going to have like any toy announcements or anything. Well, it's, it's I think it's reached a point now they could do it on like you know Friday the twenty third, you know, in February, mm-hmm. and people are still going to be just as crazy about it as May the fourth. I mean, yeah. well, it's true. I, I think there is a Star Wars a Hasbro live stream for toys on the fourth, yeah. isn't there? There should be. I'm sure okay. that they would. Yeah. They would have to. I mean, I mean, yeah, we've got what we've got. Um, you know, um, Ahsoka coming out. We've got Andor. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan. Um, Obi-Wan. Yeah, Obi-Wan's the big one, you know. Yeah. Um, so and, we're uh, celebrations uh, happening in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we've got, you know, Mandalorian's going to be at the end of the year. Um, so that'll, you know, God, we got, I mean, it, it, Star Wars is kind of quiet right now, but we've got a lot of stuff coming up. I mean, the Obi-Wan series is going to be the big one, but, you know, yeah. they had to push that back. And but But to make up for it, they're giving us two episodes to start mm-hmm. off with. So. Yeah, and I think they're timing that out with celebration, are they? There's two episodes, like they might have some sort of viewing party or something there. I'm not sure on that. Yeah, I'm I, not hadn't sure. heard, I hadn't heard anything on that. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I, I don't keep up with the Star Wars world as much as everybody else. Well, and oddly I'm, enough, considering my decor, I don't, I'm not like all up on it, like with everything. Um, so yeah, if that, if that's the case, I'm, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, cause they, you know, they, they want to have something to, to deliver at celebration and I'm sure we'll get some new show announcements and probably I, I would su- I would suspect we'll finally get a, an actual trailer for, you know, the, the rogue one or the, the rogue one, excuse me, God, the rogue squadron, um, movie. Is that project you know, some move before? I think so. Because Patty I, I, Jenkins 
was supposed yeah. to be his dirt game, right? From Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. 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 I just the, uh, the, that... the thing is, is there's so much Star Wars stuff going on that some things can be like filming and 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 proceeding without us even really knowing it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just so much stuff going on, and oh, at the very least, we'll get probably get a new trailer for Andor. I would think because I know that actually went through filming. So, oh yeah, is that a movie or a series? It's gonna be a series. Yeah, series. Okay. Yeah, it'll be a prequel for Rogue One, which I'm, I mean, Rogue One's my favorite Star Wars movie. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, so, mm-hmm. so you know, uh, that's, and and that was, by the way, anybody listening that goes, that just gasped and be like, oh, how dare he do Disney era stuff as his favorite Star Wars movie? It was a struggle, guys, because, you know, um, I'm one of the ones that's always like, Empire's the best movie, and then mm. you know, eventually Rogue One won out. It's the it's the most emotional and uh, it's it's the one that I really like. So Andor is going to be a really big one for me, I think. Hmm. All right. Nice. But we don't get any K2SO in the first season, from what I understand, because he's not there yet. Mm. So no Alan Tudyk. And it, mm. it'll just be <laughs> pure, like, spy, uh, move, spy stuff. That is, like, K2SO has gave me one of my favorite lines of Star Wars. There's, the, there's probably on the horizon. There is no horizon. That's, that's probably <laughs> one of my favorite lines in Star Wars. <laughs> You're being uh, rescued. Please don't resist. Yes. <laughs> uh, need to go back and watch it. It's been a while yeah. since I've seen it, but I, I I remember loving it. The few times I did see it. Well, in tying in with the Star Wars discussion this year, it celebrates the 45 years ago that uh, Star Wars debuted. And not only is Star Wars turning 45, so is Jessica Parker on May the 10th. That's right. So uh, we've, these past couple of weeks, we celebrated Bo and Kevin's birthdays. And, mm-hmm. and uh, next week, we'll be celebrating Jess's. And you just got to wait on me. I eagerly await your Photoshop picture of her with a birthday hat. <laughs> <laughs> He's gotten so good with those this yes. year, hasn't he? Well, you <laughs> know. You know, <laughs> don't you? Hey, don't you dare Photoshop another birthday cake in somebody's hands and not like actually get us a birthday cake, sir. Okay, that was a really awesome looking birthday cake on that photoshopped one you did of mine, and I never, I never saw a birthday cake like that. Okay, well, shame on that guy for not bringing it to you at the hockey game, jerk. Oh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so happy birthday, Jess. Yes, Thanks. happy. Thanks. You're as old as Star Wars, and I'm the only one around here that's older than Star Wars. <laughs> well, well, that's like it's funny now. Like you're talking about, like uh, with the Star Wars getting older. Like I want to say, was it today or yesterday? I saw somebody a post where it was uh, Attack of the Clones turned 20 for its release date. So now they're you're getting into oh, the yeah. yeah, the prequels are now getting into the older <sighs> territory. Help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And unlike it, and I'm not gonna. I, I probably won't receive any hate from this because I think most everybody feels the same way. But unlike the pre, the sequels, the prequels have actually aged fairly well. They have, you know, they have aged fairly well. Um, Jar Jar, sequels, like, I don't think ever will. So yeah, Jar Jar doesn't get on my nerves nearly as much as he did in the beginning. I can actually stomach him now. The prequels have been good for memes for me. That's been my thing. It's mm-hmm. oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's one thing I hate about not going to Star Wars Celebration this year because I, I well I've never been to one, but I would like to go and meet you and McGregor because yeah. he's he's was announced recently as a guest there. That would be cool, but oh well. I did go to Celebration Two. I went to Celebration Two the, the first year that it was in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and that was a phenomenal convention. 
Um, I remember since we like talking about toys, I have um, four of the, uh, the the limited release toys that they had there. It was a, a George Lucas um, as an X-Wing. It was He was a, the character Jorx, a cool. Mm-hmm. I have four <laughs> yeah. of those um, that, I, that I picked up. I actually took my uh, um, my nephew with me and I sent him through the line on his own with money. Um, and he was like, you know, he, he was, you know, like, like Anakin's age, you know, in, in the prequels. So <laughs> I sent him through it. I was like, go buy two figures because we can only buy two at a time. So I, I sent him, I gave him money and then he was just a couple ahead of me and I started to watch him. But it was just, he was far enough apart from me that he could get them. And it didn't just seem like I was giving a kid money mm-hmm. to get me some. Yeah. You know, so he, he got up there and he got two and I got two and then we, we were good there. So. Nice. Um, so that was a, that was a phenomenal um, experience. I mean, if you've ever been to a celebration, you definitely need to go. That's that's huge. I would uh hopefully at some point in time, maybe we can find our way to a celebration. Yeah, if, if they come back closer, it'll be if they go back to Orlando, it'll be I'm about to say, I know you mm-hmm. guys would do the Orlando one if y'all could. Well, they're yeah. doing it in Anaheim, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not gonna make a special trip out to California mm-hmm. just for something Star Wars related. I mean, even but, even if they went back to Indianapolis, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's anyway. not too bad of a drive. Yeah, Indianapolis wasn't too bad. I mean, just you know, it's pretty much just sixty-five just mm-hmm. straight up. You know, so. I do have two uh, two figures on order from Hasbro. Uh, the they're releasing George Lucas as stormtroopers. So I've got two of those nice. figures on pre-order. This makes me think that what they need to do if they could go forward more movies, they need to Stan Lee George Lucas in the movies. They just yes. need to do that. How's that dream? Do you doing think he would do that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm really doing a lot for the podcast this episode. <laughs> yeah. I, I am the you MVP the of this flavor. podcast right yeah. now. <laughs> I would settle if they would just do George Lucas as like, you know, like Mortal Kombat with Toasty. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Oh, lots of good stuff coming out in the near future. You said with Star Wars. Uh, this week, we're going to get Doctor Strange and the Multiverse mm-hmm. of Madness. Yes. So yeah, we're, we're we're taking a mini vacation for Mother's Day this weekend, and we're leaving out Friday, but we're not leaving town until we see, you know, see the new Doctor Strange movie Friday morning at 10 o'clock. And yay for no my one. birthday month. That means free large popcorn, Ooh, free yep. large drink. Yep. Yay. <laughs> And I'm going to take this quick second to plug Bama Geeks Front Porch. Um, it's our online uh, mm. community on Facebook. Uh, so go in there and join that. And the reason I'm bringing it up right now is because Bo posted a picture uh, in there a couple of weeks ago. Of It's called the Payoff Poster. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is the Big Doctor Strange poster that has got Scarlet Witch front and center. Mm-hmm. And if, if you're a regular listener to this podcast, you know how much I just crush on Elizabeth Olsen and Scarlet Witch. Love it. So Bo was like, well, I guess I know who's going to get this poster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> guess who got that poster? Mm. Spoilers. <laughs> well, let me tell you how I'm, yeah. I'm coming into possession of this poster. Sorry. Did you kill somebody? You killed somebody. You I'm just gonna. I You're think I'm just gonna it. take a back seat to this podcast. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I can't do anything. You exchanged right. it for a customizable mouthpiece. I, yeah. I, I get it. No, I did not. Okay. So Disney Movie Rewards. You know, you go, you buy the Blu-rays from Disney and whatever, and they give you the code that's inside, and you join the Disney Movie 
uh, rewards oh. website and they, uh, you know, you build up points. And so I got an email today from Disney movie rewards and it says limit one, limit one per household, but, uh, you have enough points to redeem this if you want it. And I go and click and I'm like, it's that poster. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, please. I had 1300 points and it was 800 points to redeem. So a 27 by 40 inch Ooh, nice. double-sided movie theater poster Dang. of that is on the way totally free from Disney. Nice. Uh, I'm just awesome. glad you didn't have to kill somebody for it. Yeah. That, I would have. <laughs> I, I know. Really. That's why I'm saying I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've reaped the benefits of a lot of the Disney movie, the Disney movie club rewards. We've I like got, that. Yeah. We've got two posters from you know Frozen mm -hmm. and then Frozen 2. We've got uh, a couple of those uh, double-sided theatrical posters. Uh, thanks to those rewards. Mm -hmm. I've got a golly, I've got like a ceramic Donald Duck figure of him as a boy scout uh, yeah it's just been great so we, we we do tend to buy uh disney blu-rays just to get those points because they like like she said you do get some i need to i need to talk to my gifts. wife we, we do that but i need to figure out if we've got rewards for stuff like that because we usually do that to get yeah. some of the few of the movies i need to figure out there might be some cool stuff i'm missing out on you just might yeah yeah they do have limited stuff and this this scarlet witch doctor strange poster was that's a great edition. poster though i like mm -hmm. it oh, it's beautiful it's mm -hmm. awesome and for free, it's even better. Yeah. Every time Brock, Jess, every time you guys talk about, we got a new poster, we got to do this. And I'm like, man, I'm just kind of imagining y'all's house when you finally get to build it. It's like, you guys are going to have to build like the Louvre, like a gallery. <laughs> three <laughs> stories. You just have nothing but posters. <laughs> it's got to be three stories to fit every, to, to fit every piece of art and, and poster and stuff. I mean, I've got a 10 foot tall, uh, oh, yeah. the, the Anaheim resort. Uh, it's it's one of those one of those big prints uh, you see on like the light poles mm -hmm. as you're walking through, and they've got them on both sides of the light pole. I've got one that's 10, 10 feet tall of aerial. Yeah, he reminded me this morning about that. I don't know how we got on the discussion of that, but he did throw out that reminder that uh, whenever we do get the next house, that we have to have a way to <laughs> mount gotta... the ten foot you know banner thing. Mm -hmm. So. He yeah, says if he the, he said he might even have to tack it on the ceiling, but it's going right. to be there. Yeah, Brock, you're going to have to build you a McMansion <laughs> with that big old entryway on it. Look, and, and I'm loving it, it up in there. <laughs> 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 yeah, so we got to have vaulted ceilings in at least one room for this thing. You know, at least <sighs> go up to ten feet because I got to have a massive ten foot tall aerial on the wall. It's got to well, happen. I will say, and I know you guys already know this, but everyone tends to forget. Everything that you put up for collectibles, and I'm looking around my room here, mm -hmm. you've got to clean it. Mm -hmm. And yep. you got to keep it clean. And I'm looking at all the dust bunnies going, yeah, I need to clean this. Oh, our whole house yeah. right now. I've got to go through. <laughs> now that now that I'll have some free time, you know, not working on papers for the next three weeks, I can actually go through and do that. Mm -hmm. So It's definitely going to be a sight once we reach that point in our life. Oh, I can't wait for for a forever home. It'll be a museum in the basement. It it, it will absolutely. I've got way too much stuff in storage. It, it's just dying to come out. In this house, if I were to bring everything from storage, put it in this house right now, we can maybe walk from the front door to the kitchen. Yeah, mm -hmm. pretty much. Yeah. yeah. 
it's just it not it's not boasting or bragging or whatever it's just years That's and right. years of being a collector yeah I mean, not throwing the, the, the only the, the only spacing that's off limits in your house for putting collectibles is where you guys put your hot sauces, right? That's right. We well, gotta have yeah. the hot sauces on display. Yeah, that's right. yeah. We need to start going through those again. <laughs> it, it, like, like you know, in our pre-show, they they've got their Alexa set up that gives them cleaning tips like every week, right? <laughs> no, no, no. We didn't so, set it up. She set herself up. Uh, okay, so it gives them cleaning tips, and she's going <laughs> through and she's saying that they it. need to look at things that are expired. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, you guys probably need to do that with your hot sauces. Oh, hot sauces live yeah. forever, man. Which I would say a true Southerner never throws away hot sauces. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure my mother probably has hot sauce old as me, probably still. So, <laughs> my mom. Oh my goodness! After she passed away, I was going through her stuff. Oh, she. Well, she had a jar of jelly <laughs> that was at least five years old. I was like, mom, but you know, did you get some penicillin out of it? Nah, I went ahead and tossed it, so maybe some of the rats <laughs> in the dumpster get Maybe they're okay. <laughs> oh, but uh, we got some really good news this week. Uh, is you know continuing the uh, the upcoming uh, movies and shows and stuff. Uh, they have announced uh, a sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife mm-hmm. uh, at CinemaCon. Uh, the CEO of Sony stood up and said, "Oh, by the way." Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is a go. So we don't know any details, you know, outside of the fact that we're going to get a, a an afterlife sequel. Mm-hmm. We don't know if it's going to involve the kids. I, I, I'd say it's probably safe to assume that Winston and Ray will be involved. I don't think yeah. Bankman, I, I think Bill Murray's done. He's, a, yeah. he's, he's got his own issues right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. but he's been wanting to be done with that franchise for a while, but I think, mm-hmm. I, I like. I think I, that was his. That was his final goodbye. So yeah, and that'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be totally fine. Perfectly fine. You know, who knows if the kids are going to be in it? You know, they're they're going to be of uh, proper age now to go <laughs> yeah. to college. It's going it's to be like Stranger Things, where yeah. it's going to be like this big gap between season three and season four. Where yeah, they, they just they're, they're just like adults now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, who knows if they're going to bring on. A, a new team. I certainly hope that Ernie will be involved mm-hmm. because I mean, they set up that after credit scene of afterlife where Winston is Winston's running the show. He's a, yep. he's a head honcho. So he's, he doesn't have to have a big part of the movie. He can just put a team together and mm-hmm. here's what you do and go yeah. along your way and, you know, bust heads in a spiritual sense. That's right. So what, what, what are some things maybe you guys would like to see out of a new Ghostbusters movie? I'll be happy as long as this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite thing. I, he was the favorite part of that movie just about it. So as long as we got podcasts back, I'll be happy. I th- I feel strongly that McKenna Grace and Logan Kim will be involved in this project. I would be, I'm just, I'm going to hope, but you know, again, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. They would have been, it would have been silly for them not to like option them for like multiple sequels mm-hmm. whenever they did the contract. Uh, that would have been silly. So does the movie? I mean, you, the the ending shot of Afterlife is is you know Winston bringing the Ecto back into New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do they pick this up in New York? Do they do they bother revisiting Somerville? Do the I, kids move from Somerville to New York? Why? I mean, how, how do we do this? I, I think it, I think it's coming back to New York. 
just just I, based on the way Afterlife ended, I I think it's coming back to New York. I, I yeah, I would think so, and probably it would probably have like uh, Callie and and like I said, Trevor and Phoebe be there, especially since Callie's now kind of reconnected. That you mm-hmm. know, hey, this this is why my father wasn't there. Yeah. So maybe so, now maybe throw this around where yeah. you know she's like you know hey this was important to him let me you yeah. know even even if she's not out busting ghosts she's going to be involved yeah, yeah. like we're going to turn uh, total one eighty where, I, where yeah. I was like I, I I like quote unquote hated his guts because he wasn't there now yeah. I'm going to continue his legacy and yeah. I'm going to support my daughter now in that mm-hmm. and the and the best way to do that is to get her up here with these Ghostbusters yeah. Films. Because this is what she loves. She's basically uh, her grandfather made over. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think that's. I agree. I think that's where it'll go. And I and I hope, like I said, while it was cool to have some closure with them capturing Gozer, that's the other. I really don't want to dredge, dredge on Gozer again, which was cool. Right. Yeah. But because they captured Gozer, they really didn't eliminate Gozer. So mm-hmm. therefore, Gozer's still in the background. But do something yeah. else to it. I would like borrow something from real ghostbusters mm-hmm. some something one of those you know like i'm not yeah. I, I think it depends on where they want to go with it it like like i would like to see one of the big bads say not really the boogeyman but something something like him yeah or you know something something or, something familiar but still new i don't know if that makes sense sam I, I, yeah yeah sam yeah. Hain, oh, I would yeah. Love sam Hain. Hain. oh yeah mm-hmm I mean, it's like I said, the, the, you could build off a lot of stuff, just like real Ghostbusters and, and bring new big bads into this universe. Yeah. I mean, you've, you've got, you, you've got a uh, bug eye ghost who made an appearance yeah. in afterlife. He's, he's part of the real Ghostbusters. Um, slime being back in New York, Slimer has got to somehow show up at yeah. some point. Mm-hmm. And it was great having Muncher, you know, having at least a slimer yeah, type representative there, but you know, you got to bring the OG back in. Mm-hmm. And they never caught Muncher, did they? No, nope. they, they caught him, but he is still released. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still out there somewhere. It's, I don't know. It could be interesting because you know they caught a lot of ghosts there at the end in the field, so you never know. Yeah. I was I say the shot of the containment unit too? Yeah. You know, at the end of, yep. of Afterlife. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I was gonna oh, yeah. say I, I would have thought that that Muncher would have been like noped like way out of there. It was like hey, this is way too much yeah. going on for me. I'm gonna go over <laughs> here and, and chew on a fire hydrant or something. <laughs> well, maybe maybe something will be kind of like not really. I know they maybe teased with the the upcoming video games. Maybe that might mm-hmm. kind of you know see like I know that you know sometimes the video games aren't going to be to the main movie canon, but maybe that they'll plant some seeds for some stuff for possibility. Mm-hmm. I just hope they don't bring like like Vigo back or something. You know? no. Yeah, they don't need to rehash. They don't need to rehash Ghostbusters one and no. two back. I, it would be cool if Vigo has some influence, but I don't want him to be the central focus. Now the slime coming back would be kind of cool, but not necessarily like his thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's so many possibilities. I mean, in the Ghostbusters universe is not you know certainly not as deep as a Star Trek or a Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, but they have so much they can draw from, from, like I said, the cartoons. And I, I'm not going to lie. I know I may catch some flack for this, but I'm going to say this. I wouldn't, I would, if they would be different characters, but I would be okay if they bring any of the four ladies from Answer the Call to be a character in the movie. If mm-hmm. anyone, Kate McKinnon, because she's yeah. she, outside of her eccentricness as Holtzman, her, her character was very 
ghostbuster I guess he was the technical, but I know like, so I'll catch flag, but I don't care. Like I said, it's, it, you know, it, I, I like answer the call for what it is. So mm-hmm. like, I would be okay. Like each one of those ladies had a good, had their parts were good. So like, even if just to bring them in also, that would make, maybe that might make things a little, little better. Cause there's a lot of people who liked answer the call and were kind of, they're kind of bummed. There's no sequel, which mm-hmm. movie that wasn't profitable. That's the biggest problem with Sony not making a sequel to it. That's it. That's yeah. end of the day. Mm-hmm. Didn't make enough money for what they spent on it. Yeah. So maybe I don't know. Like I said, I'm I'm throwing stuff. You know, I, me. I'm I'm always I'm trying to look for both sides and make everybody happy. But unfortunately, you can't make everybody happy. But I'm still going to talk like it. It's the internet. <laughs> the internet is unhappy, man. Don't worry about it. Yep. And it's. I just we we don't know you. Like I I haven't heard personally. Granted, I haven't been searching because you know I want to. I want, I, I want everybody to have their time as far as, you know, still mourning the loss of Ivan Reitman. Yeah. You know, I don't, I haven't seen any information about how Jason will be involved with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know the status of ghost score mm-hmm. at this moment. I naturally assumed that Jason would take it over since he, mm-hmm. uh, and Gil Kennan, uh, inked that deal with Sony. Um, I'm hopeful that Jason's got his hand in this because mm-hmm. Afterlife was such a beautiful movie and it yeah. did turn a profit, which is why Sony was like, Hey, here's another one. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I, I for me, it, it's only fitting that, that Jason yeah. helmed this franchise going forward. Well, at the very least, I would think he's going to be a producer, even yeah, if he doesn't direct the, yeah. it, he'll be a producer. Yeah. Or so. if not the producer, like executive producer. Yeah, in that sense. Um, yeah, because Jason has that. He, like, of course, like you know, his other movies that small family feel to it. So if you know mm-hmm. if you're going to make Ghostbusters a little bit bigger in the bigger setting in New York, you might may need somebody else. I mean, like I said, you know, if he does it, does it, you know, I'm gonna be happy regardless. So yeah, yeah, guys, we're right. just getting more Ghostbusters. Exactly, we're oh, getting more so, Ghostbusters. That's it's right. Awesome. So thrilled. We're not gonna have to wait another. You know, 30, 30 years, years. <laughs> <laughs> and then speaking on jason if uh any of y'all have seen his most recent instagram post uh, from a couple of days ago i guess they they did their they did some type of a memorial a type thing with out ivan at sony, yeah. out at sony and then again uh what a touching uh the, very the, touching post by the, jason you're, you're talking about that big mural with had all the photos on the yeah. wall yeah what? big walls what? The one that got me, the picture on that wall that got me more than anything was the picture of him and John Candy from Stripes. I don't yeah. know why yeah. that picture, that picture <laughs> yeah. just got me a great smile. And it was, yeah. I, it still makes me sad. Neither of those guys are no longer with us anymore. So it's yeah, no. very sad. Very sad. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're all happy about that. That was a good announcement this week to, uh, to know we're getting a new Ghostbusters and we'll, uh, whatever new developments happen out of that, we'll, we'll talk about it. So, uh, Kevin, you said the internet's never happy. <laughs> Ooh, uh, right. so, check that segue <laughs> out right there. Uh, your boy, Mr. Tesla, Elon Musk. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> Elon, Elon, oh uh, well, I don't think there was a, a whole lot bigger in the news this week than, Elon buying one of our favorite social media platforms. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's pretty phenomenal. And, you know, it's, it's, it's billionaires playing with money. I mean, I think that he saw a Bezos bought Washington post Mm 
Mm-hmm. And then he's like, well, I'm going to one up him and just buy an entire social media platform. <laughs> and, you know, he never mentions this because they don't, they don't mention this stuff. They just, you know, they'll, they'll tit for tat each other, but you know, Bezos, or not Bezos, uh, Musk has his, his, he, he has his stated reasons for wanting to do this, but you know, more than anything, one of the things I haven't seen people talk about much since he decided he's going to buy this is the, the big thing that was being mentioned was that there, there is a, a Twitter account out there that tracks where his plane goes. Yep. Yeah. And and it was like, he's going to buy Twitter just to shut that guy up. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and I'm like, and the thing is, is I think that, that, that the guy that, that, that tracks his jet, as soon as he realized that he was going to buy it, he posted, well, crap. Because <laughs> he knew he was going to get shut down, uh, which I, I, I would hope that it, that Elon's not that obvious about it, but I don't I don't know. But I mean, Twitter going private, I don't know what you guys think. I, I mean, there's t- Twitter's kind of been stagnant, and it, that's both a good and a bad thing. It's not really kept up with um, some of the other platforms, and some of the other platforms have gotten ahead of it. Um, but it's, it is also just the same old Twitter that we all know, which is a good, you know, it's a good and a bad thing. You know, it hasn't really innovated. So at the very least him, him turning it private, we will probably see some innovation out of it. Now, the big thing that, that worries me is obviously, um, he's going to want to you know, trim the fat and cut back on employees and, and probably yeah. try to, um, automate a lot of things. And, and, um, you know, the, the, the changes are going to be, are probably going to be pretty massive, but you know, I don't think that he can actually take charge and start changing things until like a year out anyway, when he actually officially owns it. So it's going to be a bit anyway. It's just, I don't know. That just kind of blows my mind when you got, you know, you're talking billionaire money here. It's like, Oh, this is $44 billion. People, we like to throw those numbers around. Like, yes, $44 billion. Do you have any idea if you were to stack that much cash up, how big that is? It's, it's unfathomable. Fathom. I know it's not, yeah, unfathomable. You, and he's got much more than that. People think they can, they can, they can visualize a million dollars, and even that would blow your mind how much money mm-hmm. that is. And then just take that, you know, a hundred million, a thousand million, and then you know, it, it, it is a ludicrously large amount of money. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's you know, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm in the the the, the Tesla space and and following with all that stuff but you know i don't I, i'm be honest i don't know about this one i, I don't know about this one um I, I really don't know what his plans are with this and i can honestly say this is probably one of the first times that i can say i'm kind of concerned a little bit with um with the direction he's going with this i don't know why he would want to purchase a, a social media platform it doesn't seem to you know one of the things about elon is he, he will do like plans like with tesla he does like a plan what 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 is my next five-year plan what is going to be the next five-year plan we're going to do robo taxis we're going to do this we're going to do this and he does like he has a set plan he it puts in place and i know his personal goals are probably different but he's usually a guy that kind of stays on point with, with his plan he kind of re- his life kind of revolves around that just like right now he he doesn't even own a home anymore he sold all of his homes he's renting out home down by um, SpaceX, between SpaceX and the Gigafactory, he's living basically on campus there, renting a house from them. Um, the, I mean, that just goes to show you that the guy, that's, his entire existence revolves around his goals. His So what is his goal with buying a, a social media platform other than to say, I'm Scrooge McDuck and I'm just going to do yeah. it because I can. 
Yeah. Like why 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 would he why would he be doing this? That that's kind of what's got me kind of wondering what's where we're going with that. Yeah, I mean, and there's been a a, a lot said about his wanting to return freedom of speech to Twitter, and, and we're not going to get into the whole yeah. political things of that because we don't know mm-hmm. what his plans are. Like you said, we, we, mm-hmm. we don't know yet. It's too early to speculate. Um, you know, I, I did see him quote quoted somewhere the other day of saying, uh, you know, he doesn't want to cater to the far right. He doesn't want to cater to the far left. He, he wants the, the 80% sitting right there in the middle. Mm-hmm. Is where he wants to to turn his focus, and 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 I know he said that he wants to eliminate bots, you know, off these mm-hmm. accounts, which is a good thing yeah. to me. I mean, it, it needs to be mm-hmm. a human interaction, not what, not something, not a computer posing as a human that you know that misdirects everybody. But uh, I know he said he wanted to put a verification uh, process in place to make sure that you're human. And for me, if I'm going to verify in any way, shape, or form through any form of identification that I'm on Twitter, I want a free uh, flamethrower. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now, now, Brock, you do know that with the current uh, the the verification where you've got to like pick out if it's a jet or a or a plane mm-hmm. or whatever that the, they call it captcha. Right. Um, <laughs> the captcha verification. Um, th- there are company, yeah, well, but there are companies. <laughs> That that um, you can literally um, just pay someone in Africa um, to just solve those for you. So so it, yeah, I mean seriously, it's 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 a thing that's been going on for over a decade. Who now. can't solve those? But I'm just too lazy to solve those. If you have look, a bot, it, it catches me off guard. I think I got all the crosswalk in there, you know. And then, oh, you, <laughs> okay, just, you missed so, this corner over here, so, or look, you didn't get the you know the traffic light or whatever. Well, th- th- think 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 if you're you got to think like a programmer for a little bit here. If you could, if you had a, a service like a, an API or something that you could just hook into that says, okay, it'll, it'll dial up or, or, you know, ask this other entity. It'll give them a picture, a screenshot of it, and it has them solve it. And they send you back the results. Then you could, your bot could get past that just like it's a human. Hmm. And that's what they do. Like for pennies on, you know, for just for pennies, you can just, Say here, three cents. Solve this for me, and then your bot gets by. Which is theoretically, from what I've heard, is is a lot of the reason that the, the existing Twitter setup is uh, is so easy to bypass is okay. because uh, captcha's just broken. So honestly, if if he's talking about the you know making sure this is these are real people that are on there, it's not enough just to say it's like I'm going to guarantee Brock that that is you on your account. But how can I guarantee that it's you posting though? Mm-hmm. I'll, I know that you you authorized and you verified your account. You got the check mark or whatever that you want to put on there. Um, but we don't know if it's you posting. So he's going to have to solve captcha. He's going to have to do something that Google hasn't been able to do. He's just going to have to send me one of those one of those flamethrowers, and I'll take a picture, and like it's me. <laughs> I'll hold it. I'll fire it, <laughs> grinning. It's me. You sent this to me. <laughs> it's all the verification I need. Make it worth my while, dude. But and as, as Kevin talks about bots, he's got his Johnny Five shirt on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right, man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stand up here a little bit so you can see my Johnny laser Fox. lips. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> laser lips. Yeah. 
<laughs> and the thing he's got the he's got the endorsement of Jack Dorsey, the founder of Twitter, the yeah. creator of Twitter, which is, you know, for people, <clears throat> for people screaming about his about Elon, what he what he might do in a political sense. M- Elon's political stances are the opposite of Jack Dorsey's and he's got Jack Dorsey's mm-hmm. um, thumbs up mm-hmm. on this purchase and to take Twitter hey. private again. So Twi- Twitter is going to be the official social media platform of Mars. Yeah, that's going to have go. to be. Because you know yeah. he's going to be emperor of Mars, and that'll be his social media. <laughs> that's got to be it. That's how he verifies you. Fly me to Mars, and then I'll, you know, then I'll be verified. It's, it's like when you guys watch that movie, it's been out forever. I know we've all pretty much seen it. The Social Network, where they were talking about how Facebook yeah. was made and whatnot. How it started off, it was you had to have a Harvard EDU address to start with the Facebook. Now it's going to be like, you have to have a Mars dot whatever <laughs> like spacex address to be able to be on twitter on the Mars twitter. <laughs> i just enjoyed people coming at after all this twitter and all this this week telling elon you know all the things that he now needs to look at buying so he can yeah. fix mm-hmm. and the best one of course is the mcdonald's ice cream machine oh yeah yes yeah and he responded to that yeah he's like he's like i can't work miracles yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the best one. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! But if you think about gonna, it, huh? go, going off subject here for a second, talking about those ice cream machines, the companies <laughs> that maintain those ice cream machines—that is a lucrative gig for them because they mm-hmm. look. I've seen. They, they, they have to stop and, and they, they shut those things down, and they have to wait for someone that's contracted to come in and fix that thing. That is mm-hmm. one heck of a of a gig for those guys. Yeah, yeah. They, they knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. They're very smart about the whole the whole process there. Well, it'd be nice for them to fix the ice cream machines, but in Jess's case, it'd be nice if he could just like supply dill pickles to Sonic because she's been trying yeah. to get a hold of that dill pickle burger for the last two or three days, and they've not had any. I can get the burger, but I can uh, but I can't get it with the with the pickle fries on it, and I'm not getting the burger unless I get the pickle exactly. fries on yeah, it. Yeah, because it's just a burger. Point. That's the whole point of getting this particular cheeseburger, and apparently there is a uh, there's a truck issue getting the pickle fries to the Sonic in our in our town. I'm not gonna triangulate our location here, but you know, because <laughs> I, I can just Brock, imagine. Look, I can see Brock sweating over there. Is she gonna just, say the city? Is she gonna? Yeah, is she gonna yeah. narrow our location down here? I can just imagine Jess in the line and in there in the drive-through line, and then they're like. We can give you the burger without the pickles. That's what they tell me. And and you're like, so you're just going to give me a burger? Yeah. What's the point? (laughs) That's what they told me the first time. Because I didn't, you know, the first day I pulled up that I was going to order it, I ordered it. And he goes, oh, um, well, we, that's what he said. We had a pickle fries, but we can get you the burger still without the pickle fries. I was like, nah, you can just cancel that. So. She drove off. I drove off. And Mm -hmm. supposedly they were supposed to be here Friday. Now I went Friday. Nope. I went Saturday. Nope. And now every shift knows that 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 weird uh, punchy Jess woman's going to call, and she's wanting to know when the pickle fries are going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> you know who uh, we blame? You know who you blame where you can't find your fried pickles on there? Walmart. That's who we blame. There we go. Right. <laughs> in doubt. Walmart. When in doubt, blame Walmart. It's all Walmart's fault. It's on a Walmart truck. Uh. Uh. 
quickly speaking of, have you gotten the the farmhouse April and Casey set yet? Not uh, yet. I've I've looked, but not yet. I know NECA posted it on their website. I need to order it. I think. No, you don't. Okay. Go go to the store that's in between us. Okay. The one and that... they're still there. I saw them yesterday. <laughs> wink, wink. You know which story he's talking yeah. about. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. There's okay. still six of them sitting in there. They had a restock. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll have to check. I haven't been to that one in a while. Okay. Go during the day. Um, yeah. <laughs> I may have to try Wednesday when I'm off. Yeah, they'll, they'll be there. They, they had they had quite a few of them. Okay. So it, back there in the back next to the arcade one-up machines, they're not in the regular collectible yeah. section oh, might- in electronics. Go back, go to back wall. Okay. Be careful, Brock. People are zeroing in. They're going to figure out which Walmart it is. Oh, look, some <laughs> of these Walmarts have them. <laughs> some of these Walmarts have them stocked like over by the ice cream. So you know, it, it's weird. Like I'm telling you, like we we have a friend in Georgia. They they his Walmart has end caps full of them. Ours is like it's a hide and seek, find it. You know, yeah. Move, move but Indiana that's Walmart. Jones. Yeah. Our Walmart's yeah. like to send you on scavenger hunts. Yeah, yeah. Well, like when the uh, real Ghostbuster, um, the real Ghostbuster remakes released, I, I didn't find them on a pick. I found them where somebody had found them and just left them on an end, ca- like on a on a <laughs> mid display. Well, that's like me finding the Castle Grayskull. Yeah, it was just on a random spot that it was just I just happened to be looking down and saw it. Mm. I mean, it was weird. So, yeah. So. Well, I, <laughs> we've gone from Elon to bagging on Walmart again, which is par for the course. Elon but, needs to buy uh, Walmart. Elon buy Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he could. That's the thing is he could. Well, well, you know, talking, speaking about Elon, and one of the biggest jokes I saw that got a lot of response on there was people were asking him to buy Facebook and just shut it off. <laughs> He's like, I might do that. I, mean, I can just imagine him just buying Facebook and going, yeah, just shut it off. Re- yeah, redirect the domain to Twitter. <laughs> if Facebook ever shuts down, then you know we'll we'll keep you guys informed where you can join us on our uh, on our new Bama Geeks front porch on Mars or something. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> we'll open an old school forum. That's right. We'll go back to the to the bulletin board system. <laughs> if I can do never done that HTML. before, have we, guys? No. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so every uh, every episode we we like to have a fun little topic for our Patreon members, patreon.com slash Bama Geeks. And uh, since we have started the, the new month of May, we have we kind of shifted our Patreon uh, tiers around to where it's just now one tier, five bucks a month get you the bonus audio, bonus content, bonus video content, get you the full video version of the podcast. Um, just some, uh, whatever little extras we can throw in there for you. So just a flat five bucks a month. If you want to join us and support us, if you're enjoying what we do, you know, if you want to send me private messages on Patreon, that tells me to stop picking on my wife, <laughs> patreon.com slash Bama geeks. But please know that this is the fun of our marriage. It is. It's it really is. It really, yeah. And Hey, come behind this paywall and you'll get to see the hot mess that I have presented on YouTube for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see how, if anything, seeing that reaction when yes, you know, yes, earlier, that's <laughs> <laughs> so great. Uh, yeah. Oh, I have Jess to remember that we're like, 
deadpan and was like, he's really going there. Okay. <laughs> I have to remind myself, even at this point that we're doing video now. So I just, <laughs> honestly, my brain just forgets and it's just us sitting around talking and, and mm -hmm. I'm just a, just a rambling goofball. No, oh, it's part of your charm. Thanks. We all ramble. It's okay. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but yeah, so if you head over to patreon.com slash Bama geeks, we'll give you uh, the opportunity to uh, one of the perks is to vote in a, in a poll that we like to do. And this, uh, this episode, we asked a couple of questions and our patrons voted on what they like for us to talk about. And the topic is what book, toy, game, comic, whatever, would you like to see made into a movie or a show? So what would we like to see that's not currently a movie or a show? Something that, that we all love and enjoy that we think would be well served in that format. Brock, just go ahead and say it. I mean, we, we talked about it in the pre-show. We, we know what we're going to talk about. Let's go ahead and say it. <laughs> well, Bo and I would be the biggest proponents of this. And that would be our one of our favorite uh, video game series, and that's Mass Effect. Mm. That is definitely a uh, a a series of games that are fantastic story wise. Mm -hmm. uh, I would love to see on the screen. I don't. Mm, ooh, but there's so many choices to be made in those games. Where would you take a story like that? Mm. And they're working on, you know, uh, a fifth Mass Effect game right now that, you know, follows up after after Commander Shepard, yep. after Mass Effect oh. 3. You know, we had Mass Effect Andromeda, but that was set a few years after yeah. uh, Commander Shepard's adventures. Now, you guys know that um, Amazon bought the rights to Mass Effect for a TV show, right? Uh, that's it, TV show needs to be that needs to be the format. I don't I, yeah. I would I'd mm -hmm. rather be I'd rather be a series than a movie. So if, if it's anything, it's going to be Amazon doing it. Um, and, okay. they, and usually they don't just buy them to buy them. They're going to do something with it. So um, I would I would think that we're going to get something. I just don't know when. Maybe after maybe after they launch the uh, Lord of the Rings series, maybe that might be the next thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because Mass Effect would take an incredible budget to make. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's uh, there's a lot of story. Well, in those three games. Well, well like, Bo, have you looked have you looked into like how, what the budget was on Halo? No, I have I no I idea. But production, like I said we were talking production value on Halo is incredible. Yes, like it's very the aesthetics is very nice, but it also I didn't think about you know it's executive produced by Spielberg and it's an Amblin Entertainment series, so that might be why it's okay. a little little bit well polished. Yeah. yeah, I didn't realize that either. That's yeah. that's huge. That that, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because I mean I, it didn't you know that 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 series didn't hook me until a little bit through in the first episode but yeah. it was pretty quick it got me yeah. so if they if they did anything like that for for mass effect that'd be huge yeah. oh yeah i mean seriously as much as you guys i mean i've never played the games but as much as you guys have played through them and you've talked about it it sounds like the the story uh and the, what they could do is phenomenal well these days you need to pick it up like i said it's it's to me like i've told brock like you know star wars is the cinema where star trek is the tv mass effect is the video games it's the the fine space opera story mm -hmm. for video games in my opinion Okay. I just want to see the council in peril on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the council who keeps all these races 
operating like some sort of government entity. Yeah, there's uh, yeah. Hey, we can't talk a lot about it without spoiling any type of yeah any type of the the uh, Mass Effect one. Yeah. Um. There, yeah. There's a that's a cool thing because like, the the game story is built on options you make in the game, uh, Kevin. Mm-hmm. And it affects your play through the rest of it. I mean, some some of them are like they give you cool. options, but they still make it where it's kind of ambiguous, like whether uh, th- th- there's little small changes, but not much. But. It's a choose your own adventure book. Sweet. Yeah, yes, exactly. It's yes. the 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 choices you make in Mass Effect One will affect what it, happens in yes, Mass Effect in three. three. Yes, like there's little things. Yeah. Do they have any effect on Andromeda? I have no idea. I, I still Wait, I can't. Re- I, I started oh, yeah, played it. I started Andromeda, but it, that was before it, when it was still the jumbled mess. It was. It's gotten better. Yeah. Well, okay, okay, I'm confused. I'm confused. Mass Effect. You play through Mass Effect one, and it affects Mass Effect three. Oh yes, yeah. choices. Yeah, yeah. choices. If, you're wow. sa- if you, you carry your save file over from oh, each game, snap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Each game reads your okay. previous game save file, and it sees the choices you made. Yep. Don't tell Bethesda that stuff with with the Elder Scrolls series because man, that's God. <laughs> wow. I, I kind of wish that it, that would have been the case with Bethesda because I had some really great chameleon armor in Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Nobody could see me whatsoever. I was completely invisible. And then you jump over to uh, what was after uh, Oblivion? Skyrim. Skyrim. Yeah, you jump over to Skyrim and you're starting all over. I'm like, I really miss. You my don't armor. need it, dude. All you gotta do is be a stealth archer. that's true you can just start off with that that's true yeah that's the only that's the only real way to play that game anyway is a stealth archer so but with oblivion i I would walk up to people and like bump into them and they're like who goes there what is this and Mm -hmm. they couldn't see me they never knew i was they they felt something hit them but they never could see me so you're a john cena essentially i got you yeah pretty much <laughs> that's a little that's a little earworm that gets stuck in my yep. head and I'll yep. I'll go around the house just at random yeah, times. There we go. Yeah, we're gonna get a copyright strike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little, little things, yeah. That little voice in the back room. I, <laughs> I was like, all right, she I, saw something online. I don't know. I don't know where it comes from. <laughs> oh, but yeah. I would Mass be all of, about Mass Effect though. That would be huge. Mm-hmm. You, I, I, I strongly encourage you to play yeah, the games. It's they just did the uh, special edition, whatever the legendary play, edition, the legendary edition. So if you don't want to kind of the the first game is very, it's still it's a good game, but it's very dated. So if you want to pick up the the legendary edition, it, they kind of did a lot of uh, play, gameplay upgrades to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you can play it on PC. Yes. Yeah. And you can play it with a keyboard and a mouse. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I might do it. Yeah, I strongly encourage you because that's. It, I think it's knowing you, it's got it. I think you'll enjoy the stories and and the. You can get so attached to these characters. Yep. Um. Oh, Morden, the Solarian <laughs> scientist. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um. <laughs> yeah, they, like, I'm just gonna leave it at that. And the great thing about this game too, also Kevin, is you can play as Paragon, aka the ultimate good guy, or Renegade, where you're the ultimate. Be a bad person, kicking butt, taking names. You pity the fool. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm totally not looking it up over here on this other monitor. Well, either, also the cool know. thing about also is like you can be you can be the the male shepherd, which was voiced by March, uh, Mark Mark uh, Mark Mark Mir, who we've met, or you can play as female shepherd uh, Jennifer Hale. Which I'm not going to lie, Renegade Femship is my favorite playthrough. Renegade Femship, she is awesome. 100%. She is she is so good. She, 
You, you want to talk about a bad lady? Femship yes. as a renegade. That that is a. I, I encourage you to yes. play both the Paragon and the Renegade playthroughs. Yes. But when you go Renegade, go Femship. Yes. I always because go bad. So I mean, always that's, that's probably with 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 female shepherd yeah. with femship yeah you've got to go bad i always it, go bad it's entertaining and that's the that's the other thing <laughs> think about when they do if they do a movie or series i'll be completely cool if they do male shepherd femship just because i like both versions of the character oh, yeah. right yeah as i'm saying oh i've got you know the big one six scale statues yeah. i've got one of, of femship and male ship that's the cool thing about it. that's what i like about it it's you know i said legendary edition yeah yes okay i'm getting it okay good man <laughs> Good man, we're going to bring we'll, him into this. We will talk about it on the next episode. Maybe I don't if you, know. if you, no, you won't be able to play yeah, all no. of it. <laughs> we can talk about how much I'm liking it, right? Yeah, I mean, we can do that. Yes, because yeah. you've got to go at least forty to sixty hours in each game. Yeah, mm. if you want to do all the side quests and everything else, and uh, which I highly you, you guys underestimate how addicted I can get to a game. No, I, I know I, we know it, but we're just we we know what it's it's going to be. It, they're, they're long games. They're, they're long. You get ready to invest a the lot of time. The voice of experience is talking here, Kev. Oh my God! The uh, um, yeah, you guys sound like crack at or like crack dealers or something. <laughs> <laughs> you, Look, you think you're gonna get through it? You're, no. He's good. What's funny, Brock, is like I was the gateway dr- drug to you for 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 Mass Effect. Now mm-hmm. we're gonna get it on him because like that was a funny thing. I told Brock, I was like, man, you need to play this. You like Star Trek? You like all this stuff? You're gonna you're gonna enjoy this. And then you know, a week later, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> Just a bunch of enablers. Yes. Mass Effect One is good. Mass Effect Two is oh, cream of the crop. That is my favorite of the three. Two is just okay. so much fun. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm yeah, I'm gonna play it. The first game is more sh- more RPG ish, shooter ish, mm-hmm. where two and three are more action RPG, but they're still really fun. Yeah. Cool. Oh. What, what I say? What about you, Kevin? What would you your adaptation you would like to see? I. <laughs> Don't really know of one off the top of my head. This is a tough labyrinth. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, uh, you, 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 you have to adjust that down to a to a game or something. Labyrinth is a game. What? Look, you brought up labyrinth in the last episode as, as something. <laughs> I'm trying we, to imagine labyrinth <laughs> as a game, though. I don't know. I don't even Could remember. Can you play as David Bowie? Ooh, God, that would be awesome. That would be cool. He's the he's the uh, he's the $25 DLC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the, do you remind me of a babe DLC? <laughs> <laughs> babe yeah. Cow. No, I don't, I don't really want have one um, in mind. Um, well, you're, well, you're we, kind of getting we, all we that. With st- you're getting all that with star Wars here now with, you know, Thrawn and Ahsoka. And God, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, 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 you know, when we get into star Wars, it's just kind of like the Renaissance period right now because mm-hmm. we've got Disney for, for all their faults with the sequel trilogy, which I will always point that out, by the way, mm-hmm. um, they figured it out and they're actually starting to listen to people. They're listening to John Favreau. They brought him in. They're listening to Filoni. They've, they, they're, they're still having Timothy Zahn pump out, um, you know, Thrawn books that connects him to where they need him to be before, after, so that they can have him in place so that we're used to knowing where Thrawn is. So, you know, all these characters that that, that I know full well, like uh, Thrawn, you know, there, there's, there are so many other characters they could bring in, like Talon Card, they could bring in Mara Jade, all those those characters, they just have to rewrite them. So, you know, uh, my canned answer would be, 
basically anything that you could adapt to bring more expanded universe Star Wars yeah. characters in um, would be huge. Not all of them that they weren't all great, but there were. There's a lot that Timothy Zahn did that are not currently in there yet, like talent cards, kind of like um, Han Solo in a way, just a little more established. Um, kind of like if you took Han Solo and you crossed him over with uh, um, Lando in a way. Mm. Um, you know, a really cool dude. And then Mara Jade was eventually, spoilers, eventually was, you know, married to Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, you know, that was a huge thing. So, and, you know, she, in the New Jedi Order, she was, she they had a child. And, I mean, it was all kinds of stuff they could go into. The Yuzan Vong, they could bring the... The, the the big bad guys from outside the galaxy and if they wanted to i mean mm-hmm. um you know into into any kind of spinoff so i just don't know what disney's going to want to do with that they, they may want to keep it a little more grounded and you know star wars did kind of start going off the deep end a little bit with yeah. uh with some of the canaan um expanding universe canaan so, yeah yeah yep. hey speaking of star wars since we've gotten back on that i saw uh an article today i don't know how old it is or whatever just popped up on my feed somewhere but this guy um bring it in here took nine like i don't know when it is but took like nine hundred thousand matchsticks and built this millennium falcon oh i did see that that picture today yeah i saw that is that not incredible yeah (laughs) (laughs) so uh the, the big question i have there usually is does it come apart in pieces I hope you, so. You would hope so. And, and judging by, uh, let me blow this up big screen. Judging by, you can see some of the lines, uh, like around the cockpit area and everything. It looks like it may, it may come apart mm-hmm. in sections. But I like how he's got the mirror. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The mirror is down yeah. on the ground yeah. where you can see. Dude, it look, if I spent that much time doing that, I would show yeah. off every inch of that thing. Yep. That's, that's, that's an accomplishment right there. Yeah, that's pretty impressive, huh? Yeah. So I, I I don't know if I want to say I'm envious of people that have time on their hands to do stuff like that. That's just <laughs> I, I am. It, I, I am. But I'm, I'm envious of people with not so much time, creativity space. or space, yeah. space, yeah, patience. And I mean, that, that guy, he looks like he's probably, if I had to guess, uh, late 50s, early 60s. Yeah. Ish. Um, so he's probably been working on this for like what? Unless they said he's probably been working on it for like seven seven years or so I, I would wager yeah 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 I, I don't know but that's impressive it's beautiful I know. It's... so i uh and i'm over here complaining about i don't have a, a place or time to put together like five or six lego sets that are still in the boxes <laughs> <laughs> waiting to build <laughs> and there's that well, guy. you know my mo is um anybody that's been following us for a little bit my mo is is apparently start projects and never finish them like you know, I've got I've got the uh, um, uh, the facade that I'm going to put over my um, my EV charger and turn it into a gong droid. Mm-hmm. It's half done, guys. Yeah. It's just sitting there. I, I I just I had this whole psychological need to sabotage myself with projects, and I just never finished them so that I can so that I can come back later and go look at all the stuff you didn't finish. Idiot, you, you have yeah. no you have no judgment for me. You're looking at a guy who brought a proton uh, a, a proton gun to upgrade his new proton pack with sounds for the past seven years and haven't done it yet. So you know, there's no judgment. There's no judgment here on that. <laughs> no, no judgment. I always get mad at myself because I feel like I could be more creative than what I am, and I and I and I have a desire to be creative, but then my brain just it's. I, I'm trying to 
wire it to that point. And it's kind of like what we're talking about right now. I used to be in a point in my life where I had opportunities to read books and to do more mm -hmm. reading. And I, I really would like to get back to a point where I can spend time reading, but I'm, you know, I, I can make all the excuses I want to. I mean, I could get out and walk in the, in the evenings like we discussed, but what do you end up doing when you come home from work after it's been a long day? You just, you just crash out and, and you, you just, just go, you, you, you just yeah. go, yeah, yeah. You just shut, you just shut the brain off and you just tend to just, mm -hmm. just I... lay down and, and yeah, it's like, there's only so much of you. Like you only have so mm -hmm. much you can do during the day and then you get home and you're at 98% and you yeah. get 2% left. And you're like, I'm going into hibernation mode mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. save for the next day. Yeah. Cause we're talking this, this particular topic, you know, that we're, we're discussing about, you know, games, books, movies, and, you know, all the, this particular topic that we're on right now. Um, it, not that I would watch, but I mean, the only, I'm not the, I am not the video gamer of the bunch. I've, I, I'm more, I've, I've been more, you know, growing up, it was either board games. I love to play board games, but it, you've seen that they've even adapted, you know, movies from board games like Clue and stuff like that. I don't know. Could you come up with a Monopoly? Yeah. Possibly. Give them time. I'm giving time. <laughs> they did Battleship. Yeah, true. So uh, I never saw that either. I didn't either. I was like, mm, you weren't missing and, much. And my my gaming experience goes back to you know NES and and Super NES, and that's a, kind of about it. When I was a kid, and I would play that then. But as an adult, I have I have veered off of the the video game path unless it's animal crossing. So I bet, uh -huh. but you could do something with animal crossing. Yeah. You could create a TV show. You could create a movie. Now it would be, it would probably be geared towards kids, but you, well, know. you can make it, you can make an action adventure show oh. out of animal crossing. It's, but the thing is, it's like, you gotta, you gotta hire a mercenary to, to hunt down uh. Tom Nook. <laughs> I was about to say, no, we need, we need, we need, we need a, Tom Nook's got uh, got a bounty hunter out on you to He's pay back of, those bills. You know, we, you got to pay the bills back. We need we need like Wall Street or the Wolf of Wall Street or the Tom Nook of Wall Street. <laughs> <or something. laughs> God. Well, you know, Netflix is on this big thing, this big kick with kids programming. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I I just happened to go and pull up the kids profile and was just going through there. A lot of the shows now they're doing it where you can have, be interactive with the remote. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I could definitely see them doing something with Animal Crossing like that, where it's like, mm -hmm. what do you want to do this morning? Go fishing, this whatever. And then, and then your character does that, right. and then it just kind of leads you along in the story. That would be something really cool. And then you could, it's kind of like a choose your own adventure kind of thing. Yeah. And then, just like when they, what was the first one they did with Netflix? Bandersnatch with um, uh, uh, Black Mirror. That was the first one that they did. And, you know, I, I remember when it first came out, I, I spent like three hours going through every story. I would start yeah. the movie over and then go through the story, go through the story, mm -hmm. like at every ending that I wanted to. Kids would would do that too. Mm -hmm. They would they would go through every ending and play that. So you know, in Netflix land, that means more seconds people are watching, mm -hmm. and that means it, it it's worth more. And then they don't cancel it after the second season. <laughs> I did notice when I was uh, <laughs> when I was going through Netflix stuff over the weekend that they've got a interactive trivia game on netflix hmm. that you can play so i thought well that that's cool trivia might... crack or something like or trivia it's just so, it's some type of an interactive trivia mm -hmm. yeah game. i, I Pop... played it the other day Pop... oh you did okay yeah okay and they and they updated like every week or something mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. yeah yeah well they have different episodes every on a daily basis you can come back and do 
I don't know because I just happened to see this as I was just scrolling through stuff. So they're they're just data mining so they can figure out how dumb we are. <laughs> I got all mine right, so they can just Yeah. <laughs> that's but how I mean, they hook all, you. All it's, my... like, it's, it's like the little mobile games. That's how they hook you though. Mm-hmm. They get you coming back to play in and oh you're, you're talking to Miss Candy Crush more. over here. <laughs> <laughs> I love Candy Crush. Have you beaten all the levels, I'll, all ten thousand of them? Uh no. Mm-mm, but I'm up there. <laughs> she is. I'm up there. <laughs> did you did you hear about the lady who did finish the game? Like literally got to the credits. So you can actually finish the game? You can finish Candy Crush, yes. I, I wow. haven't made it that far. So yes. that's kind of scary. The lady actually had a I guess she was like just had her phone and someone else had another phone and they were showing um the the, the actual credits of the game on her phone. Wow. She Dude, finished it. I was like, wow. I didn't even know that was possible. So that chick has a lot of time on her hands. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you think about it. It was probably some guy that's like tracking it. And they're like, "We got to give this woman some closure." Yeah, no lie. <laughs> hey, no, look, no lie. We were we were trying to we were trying to go to sleep the other night, and I just couldn't go to sleep. So I was like, "I'm gonna start playing Candy Crush." And sure enough, I was like, I started playing it, and then I was like, my eyes started getting heavy because. I, it's, I guess maybe I just get kind of relaxed when I'm playing yeah. it. And you zone just, out. I'm just yep. kind of, yeah, I get just kind of zone. I just get in that, mm-hmm. you know, rhythm. And I was like, sure enough, mm-hmm. I started getting sleepy. I was like, that's just what I need to do. And that's perfect because you're not supposed to look at blue light when you're trying to go to sleep. But, you know, it's all up in my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you, could put, you could put the blue light filter on and play it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And there's some debate whether or not those actually work or not and i can speak to this because my class last semester one of my classes that was my final uh final paper for that class was actually uh how media and phone screens and everything affect your sleep and part of that was the blue mm-hmm. blocking yeah it's not as cut and dry as they would like right. you to think it is well i can say it works on me it works I, on me I too know it works on me yeah my glasses have have that blue filter on and i don't get any headaches Mm-hmm. Um, I used to get headaches when I worked on screen. So for me, same as you, for me, it works, mm-hmm. but they, a lot of people, some people doesn't, my, my, my findings were inconclusive. <laughs> That's because half of us here are aliens anyway. So yeah, pretty much. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, do we have anything else we want to, we want to touch oh, on? Yes. Oh, yes. Sir. Well, I know. I know I piggybacked on your mass effect, but I, I got one, one little series I wanted to talk about. If you don't mind. What you got? Uh, it's a it's a more of a, it's a more younger reader book series, but me and my wife got into it. But it's called Fable Haven, and I hope hmm. this is something. That, what it is is basically there are these preserves around the world where like all the mythical creatures from you know from history. That's kind of like where they stay there. Like it's to protect. Oh, it's, it's their their interesting. Their creature, their creature reserves, and yeah. uh, basically huh. it's it's the main story follows these this, these young brother and sister. Uh, or the the sisters, the older of the two, but they go to the, they go to their grandparents to stay with them for a while, and their grandparents are actually they they oversee a preserve, and then it kind of the story falls along them discovering oh there's a much bigger world out there, and oh. uh, like this is a world where fairies, uh, golems, and everything else exists, and hmm. and eventually is it like, is it in like a portal or something like you no go well, well, no like you Percy just Jackson you just can't, no the well the well the 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 preserves are the where they are they're like magical where like you know. 
the, they can't be seen unless you use this this um basically it's a magical type it's, it's called a they use a magical milk and they like that's how the people that work on the preserve they cook it they put it in the food oh. and everything it's it's it sounds very psychedelic i promise you but it's very neat but Is it's it a young, blue milk uh, I don't know. Uh, well, that, well, that does sound like Percy Jackson. You remember when yeah. they had that that one preserve where they were training, and then you had yeah to, you had to know it, how to get in there. Yeah, this like it's kind of the same thing. Like it's but like I said, it, and eventually there's a, there's this big order of bad guys that's wanting to take over everything. Of course, you know with every story series, but it's really neat. It's called Fable Haven. Uh, like I said, I highly recommend the audiobooks. The guy reading the audiobooks hmm. does an excellent job. So if you don't want to read them, they're they're small books, but they're really cool. Like I said, they're geared towards young readers, very Harry Potterish type writing. So I mean, but mm-hmm. I like that's one of them. I, I hope to see. Like so I'll that's I'll try to next. I'll send something to you on our little chat about Fable Haven. Let y'all guys okay. check it out. Okay, that sounds well, cool. I'm not gonna lie. The the Southern boy in me thought initially you said preserves. I'm like, are they figs? Are they yeah. <laughs> <laughs> preservatives? <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds cool. I'd like to read up on that. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Well, anything else you guys want to tackle before we uh, ride off into the sunset for this episode? I don't have anything I want to tackle, but I just kind of thought an interesting thing to go along with the $5 Patreon plug uh-huh. we did. You know what my brain went to? Subway. <laughs> yeah, thank you. $5. $5. $5 dollar <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> 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 Again, I am the MVP. J- of this Jess podcast. is the star of this episode. Okay, <laughs> she's, she's a hoot. <laughs> so does this mean we're gonna do, we're gonna do February? Is that how they pronounce it? <laughs> oh, I'm glad that you knew where I was going with that. So <laughs> you and I, we, we read each other's brains all the time. Five dollar yeah. Patreon, five dollar footlongs. Yeah. Uh, you got the we guy over. Had- but we had Subway here. for lunch today, so. You got, got the guy over here who watches old commercials religiously, so, you know. It's, Look, me uh, and you are in the same are in the, are in the well, same boat with that. I love those old commercials. It's good stuff. I saw an old Circuit City one, by the way. Oh, uh, nice. A couple of days ago. I meant to send you that, Bo. Please, please, yeah. always. Or yeah. are, you, are you watching Young Rock, Bo? No, I need Kev. to. Uh uh, Circuit City plays into oh yeah that's Young right Rock. yeah a little <laughs> yes. bit yeah and, and that's Bo that's something if you ever you could get oh I know one. I would lo- I know I oh would my love goodness it. and and it's so they're only like you know to what twenty one minute episodes so you okay, go through short. it you okay. you breeze through them so fast so. I'll, I'll, I'll have to pull it up on Peacock one day and kind of want to get caught up that would be an entertaining quick watch for you for sure okay of course Jim Cornette hates it of course uh, yeah because yeah. he's it's Jim Cornette. Yeah, he he's like he's he, 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 he likes some of the portrayals of some of the old wrestlers, mm-hmm. but like they they busted off a, an episode where they were in Memphis, oh, and he's yeah. like, that is not what it looked like. That's not what happened. You know, him being just a savant of the wrestling world. Say, he's just yeah, a, he's he's like he's like, come on, Dwayne, your your dad was there. You were there. You can remember these details. Don't let them take too much. Jim Cornette, he does not. He does not like the yeah the creative license with a lot yeah. of this this story, and it, you know, and this is something too. I'm not going to get off on a too big of a tangent with this, <laughs> oh, but <boy. laughs> I there's a lot of people right now that are you know it, it, well not a lot, but of course you have the people out there that are just they're not really buying into the whole Dan Housen gimmick because he's too uh, gimmicky and blah blah blah. I'm like, 
This is profe- this is sports fun. entertainment professional wrestling you're talking about. I, I, you know, this is supposed to be. I know that there's a lot of passionate, serious people out there. <laughs> yeah, be cursed. cursed. But have fun with it. This yeah. is why I love it so much. And I, it's just it's it's fun. It is a soap opera. Mm-hmm. It is I athletic love it. theater. It's athletic theater. Thank you. Yeah. And the, the fun part is our friends, uh, Adam and Lisa with the Metro oh, Detroit. Yes. Jelly. They, they met Dan Housen at a convention up there last week in Oger in Huntsville and they gave him a flight suit. Yeah. With oh, Dan cool. Housen name <laughs> tag. Him with, the, yes. with the Metro Detroit Ghostbusters. Uh, That's flight, cool. Uh, with mm. the patch on the sleeve. And said they said Dan Housen ate it up. Yeah, yeah. Well, he well he's a big nerd like us. I mean, he, he is toys and loves the. He's it's it's he's he's awesome, man. I'm telling you, like said even Kevin, you need to just follow his vlog. He is such a yes. funny guy. It's he called Love a, That Dan Housen, his YouTube channel. He's essentially a Conan O'Brien character that's a professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the best way to describe cool. him. He, he's a vampire Conan O'Brien. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm all about it. I'm all about the He's great. the fun, the gimmick. Mm. I've I've always been that way with wrestling. I'm resisting. And- I'm resisting. Y'all are trying to drag me into <laughs> trying to drag me into wrestling. You know what? I will give you guys as our closing thing, I will give you guys a history on me with wrestling. So Okay. So I grew up in a lot of people in my family loved wrestling. And then uh, back in my early twenties, uh mid twenties, I had a really bad car accident. Messed me up pretty bad. And was just at the point in my life where I was finally getting independence and was moving out on my own and it was that had my own place and was working on my own and stuff and then got a big car accident and it wound up back at my mom's and my mom she did a really good job um, uh, taking care of me but I remember um, I don't know if it was just in a really bad time um, in wrestling but I remember that's all they watched there so that's mm-hmm. literally all I and I got into some of the stories and was watching it and yeah. um, they just really weren't that good. Like what I was watching really wasn't that good, but it was what, like literally the only thing. What that yeah, I what, yeah what, what year, what time frame was this? This would have been uh, when I was 24. So it would have been uh, 2004, 2005. Mm. Yeah, it was in that yeah, understandable. time frame. They, 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 they yeah. were coming off the really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it, it just, I, I was, I was, it, it, it just bad memories because it was yeah. just like, you know, I was going through a bad spot and I was recovering and that was literally all they ever watched was wrestling. <laughs> it was like, and if it wasn't wrestling, it was reruns of wrestling. And it was just, it, I was like, oh, yeah, I just, no, no, I, yeah, no, yeah, I understand no. completely. I, I understand that because my mom watched soap operas all the time. I mean, heck, I'm named after a character on The Young of the Restless. Mm-hmm. So I get, I hate soap operas because of that. See, I'm I named after opera. a character off of uh, Days of Our Lives. And so is my sister. Um, both yeah. of us are. So apparently, mm-hmm. my, the character that was big during the time, a, a Kevin. Um, was uh, that was a very popular name when he was big in the show. My aunt actually was supposedly consulted on the naming of both of me and my sister. And both of us, because she was a big Days of Our Lives fan, both of us were named after characters mm-hmm. that were popular at the time. So, See, and like my son, I named him after my first name and and my dad and then my ex-wife's dad. You know, so we gave him family names. And here we all are, you know, Gen X, early millennial, getting named after soap operas. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Well, I've not well, my met- name came from an Almond Brothers song, so that tells you where mm. my where my parents it's better were. Better than a soap mm-hmm. opera. <laughs> well, I did get my dad's middle and you know obviously surname, mm-hmm. um, but I've got his middle name as well. That's where the mm-hmm. E and yeah. and K E G comes from. So yeah, yeah. Um, 
yeah, the, my 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 history with, with with wrestling. I'm I'm sure it would be something that I would could potentially get into, but it's just nothing that I've really ever been that interested in because I'd really, you know, was kind of forced to watch it because I'm literally laying in a hospital bed. I have nothing other than to do other than look at the ceiling and and, and be be like, you know, um, be like Kingpin staring at the ceiling with a weird texture and and getting angry. Or or I can sit there and watch athletic theater that that really sucked. Yeah, (laughs) It it, it really sucked. Yeah. And then, and then them trying to convince me, oh, no, this is just a big, long storyline. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, that's so why I was good, like, yeah. what? that's why I was curious what time you got into that. Yeah. So. Yeah. You, you well, with all the, the tail end of the good stuff. With all this soap opera names, I'm disappointed. I've not yet, I've yet to meet anyone named Stefano. I wonder if it's that, just that, you know. Well, I'm sure there's <laughs> someone out there. I'm sure there's someone out there. Stefano, Marlena. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there, there was Bo. Yes, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that <laughs> but, was my name. My, well, of course, Bo's always a nickname. Like that's your nickname, so, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Right. Yeah, so. All right. Hey, well, and, well, hey, how about that? Before we before we wrap it up with the socials and stuff, Bo, you did not mention our friend Mondane that you got oh, to see. Oh yes, that is terrible. I feel bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, because he watches these YouTube videos. He comments on them all. I know, and I feel so bad about that. Don't leave him out. I'm so, right. We're at the end of the episode so that we actually get to see that he actually watched the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, I said there he we will. go. <laughs> he does. This is a test. I know he does. This is a test. And I thank him for that. It's yeah. wonderful that, that he interacts with us. It was it was really good. Like I said, he was up there with his, uh, his some, uh, one of his family members and uh, their friends. One of his, I don't know if it was his family member or friend, someone bought a expensive copy of Earthbound, which is an SNES game that a lot of people mm-hmm. is very high demand. Why is that? I never got into that game as a kid. I, I, I don't game, either. But. It was an RPG game that I wasn't very interested in RPGs at that mm-hmm. time frame. Same. I just know, I know it's just like one of those classics that people who love it really love it. So, but uh, but it was awesome. Yeah, I got a good photo. Oh, yeah, I'm breaking stuff over there. It's okay. I'm dro- I dropped my flex capacitor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm kidding? Uh, it's a charger. We're, we're out of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're out of time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, Matt. It was good. To, it was good to see uh, Matt uh, Modane. He um, he he actually he he had the cosplay repair kit version for a video game. He actually had like things to clear clean the terminals on video games. Oh, he actually fun. he he said he helped uh-huh. someone someone uh help one of the vendors like repair something and like yeah. the guy gave him a good deal on something else there. So nice. but no, it was that. good. I, I got a photo with him. It was really good. I got a photo with him. I think I retweeted it with the Bama Geeks. It was mm-hmm. good to he see did, him. Yeah. He he got the we he, go, he and my son got to talk, talk for a few minutes, but it was good. We we spent about a good 15, 20 minutes. But uh after that, like I said, we're we gotta arrange something where we all can hang out IRL yeah. together. Yeah, we need to grab him and the five of us get together at some point. So, but yes. All right. Well, I've, I wanted to make sure we got the mundane shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In I'm, there. I'm sorry. I uh, I would should have got it earlier. That's <laughs> all right. It's totally fine. So we're going to wrap up this episode. We'd love to talk with you, interact with you on social media, Bama Geeks on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. TikTok, I'm sorry, has been a barren wasteland. Uh, of I got to no get content. the locked. I got to get the login for it again. So I thought I can you check. had it because you, the videos you posted from from Huntsville would have been great. I wanted you, to, but like I said, post them. yeah, I'll I'll take it. I just got to do it. I just got to get you the login. I get you the login. Man, it's getting <laughs> tense in here. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
but make sure you follow us on social media and you can, you too can get into fun uh, disagreements like this. Yeah. Even though it wasn't technically a disagreement. Okay. But uh, we'd love to interact with you on social media. And of course, Facebook, that wonderful, glorious land of Facebook. That's where you can find the Bama Geeks front porch. That's where uh, that's where we're, we're hanging out. We got a couple of new mm-hmm. members recently and mm-hmm. hope that they're enjoying their time in there with all of us goofballs. <laughs> um, and we'd love to have welcome. you. Huh? Welcome. That's yeah. It's like the yeah. old. Welcome new members. It's like the old AOL mm-hmm. sign in. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> You've got front porch. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I told you, I'm, I'm just. This is a fantastic episode where I'm involved. Oh, so yeah, we'd love I to see love you. you guys. Yeah, the Bama Geeks front porch. We'd love to have you in there and interact. And of course, uh, as we mentioned, five bucks will get you into the Patreon. Patreon.com. <laughs> patreon.com slash Bama geeks we do not give out subway coupons we're mm. you know but we'll, we'll give you bonus audio and bonus videos and you know you can vote on the patreon poll topics to we'll you know discuss whatever you want us to discuss if you're <laughs> a, a, a patron we appreciate it and uh, we got some uh, good ones in there we appreciate you guys yes and, thank uh, you if you sign up for patreon we'll give you a shout out on uh, on the next episode uh, after you sign up, so that's where you can uh, get a little bit of extra bonus fun. Uh, we did not do a bonus episode this past week, just cause I was, like we said, I, w- I was embroiled in in uh, getting this class for the semester done. But now I got a few weeks until I take two classes for the summer, which would be great. <sighs> but anyway. <laughs> But we'll uh, we'll get some extra stuff out to you, hopefully, in this next week. But we thank you so much for joining us here on the regular episode of Bama Geeks. And uh, final thoughts? Anything else before we... No, I better quit while I'm ahead. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to quit while Jess is ahead. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I've, I've done enough for us this time. Thank you. <laughs> Jess has taken us to the end. I will say that. Everyone, go well, well, go to Bucky's. Yes, go awesome. to Bucky's. They're gonna, hey, they're gonna, they're starting to get out their Fourth uh, of July t-shirts, red, white, and blue t-shirts. So. She showed me the design today. She's, yeah. she's, she's in for it. I'm gonna and give. They have a- 16 Tesla supercharger stalls at the one that leaves now. So, <laughs> oh, nice. Mm, and they Tesla. won't tweet at you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mitchell, we're gonna be Bucky's geeks. Yeah, I'm already there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm already there. So let's get that Bucky sponsorship. Come on, Bucky's. <laughs> you can pay me in brisket sandwiches. I'll be cool with it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, Just we'll, bring back we'll, my club sandwich. Yeah. Just bring yeah. back my club. Sandwich. We'll talk. Thank we'll talk. We'll continue to talk bad about Walmart for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> competitors. We'll, we'll, we're good. That's right. So, well, all right, guys. Well, thanks so much for being with us, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye bye. See y'all. 